everybody, welcome to D-Comedy, our rewatch, review, whatever you want to call it, podcast. This month, your D-Commentators are me, Lucas. And me, Emma. And we are here today to talk to you about the Disney Channel classic, Go Figure, which is not a good name for no. this. It's just because there's figure skating in uh-huh. it, which also, it's like barely a figure skating. It's more a hockey movie. This but movie tries to be three different movies. It's, it that tries is, a lot. I will, that, that is my overarching... I want to say my over takeaway. I enjoyed watching this movie. I actually really thought it was cute. Oh. I liked it. I liked it, but it tries to have the plot of three different movies in one movie. I am on the opposite end of the spectrum. I wasn't a huge fan. I thought it was fine. I didn't. We've definitely seen worse. I thought it was competent. Because Luke doesn't value women and what they bring That's to not the, the thing is because here's what I'm saying about it. Is I agree with you. It's Can trying. you explain why you hate women? <laughs> Are you going to actually let me give opinions, or are you just going to try and trip me into being meninist? I'm just saying. <laughs> My issue with it is that I feel like we've seen this movie before. Yeah, like the like, three different versions they've also made. Right, and I feel like it's easy to do. Like, I feel like they've done it before. This came out in 2005. This was not a early no, addition no. to the DCOM canon. But just, like, every time I think they're going to zig, they zag, but not in a good way. No, they go, like, I don't even think they do that. Because the beats are pretty much the same. Like, we got a carry prank. We got, like, the, the beats don't zag. It's actually that's just, like, there was somebody in the writer's room that was, like, we, they were, like, we've made this movie before. we got to yeah, add something. yeah. Like, oh, okay, so what about or the no, brother? No, not even the Let's listen. come back to the brother. He's building a robot. Uh, Geometry. Don't, don't get me started and about also, that. also, guess what? She's funking her classes. I'm like, I'm like, just give her one problem to overcome to solve. It's not even... I wouldn't even say that it's they need to add something. There's just like... They've all seen this movie before. We can just skip most of it. It's like, it's not exactly, but it's like telling, not showing, where they're yeah. like, where they're well, like. Well, I think that is my biggest complaint about her personality, where I'm like, what is her arc that she's supposed to She has to no do? arc. That is my number one problem with this movie. The main character has no arc. There's all these lines in the script, and this is just bad writing, where it's like, I, I, it's like, oh, you're the most self absorbed, like, oh, there's more Does like not... than figure skating. I'm like, what is her lesson she needs to learn? Is it she self absorbed? Is she too into figure skating? Is it skating? that she needs to try? Because it seemed like she was trying. Pretty hard, she's but then, a very hard worker. But then she gets to a point where she's like, I need to try more. Yes, and I'm yes. like, you see, I thought you were doing fine. Is it this. that she needs friends? There's like three that, that, different... I mean, yes, but that's a very small part. But the, there's three different arcs. I'm like, there's, pick one. Yeah, yeah, that's really what this movie needed. It needed to pick what's going on. I feel like we're getting way too lost in the woods on this one. We'll get we'll get into it in a second. First up, some actually very interesting decom news that is close to Emma and mine hearts that we need to talk about. Uh, Don't speak for me, I'm scared. Oh no, it's cool. Uh, they have begun filming a Disney Channel Christmas movie, decom Christmas movie, in Chicago, which is where Emma and I are from. Is Vanessa Hudgens in it, and is she playing four different parts? No, I don't believe so. It's, I know, but you can't have it all. Um, it is starring Scarlett Estevez uh, from Bunked, which is directed not- by Vanessa Hudgens. <laughs> I can't. I don't believe it doesn't produced. I can't. I don't. By? Emma, I don't believe she's attached. I hate to break your heart. Disney, it's right there. You know where her. You know where she lives. It's called Christmas Again, and it's a heartwarming comedy about the magic of Christmas and creating new Christmas traditions. With I Vanessa Ann Hudgens. No, Emma. There's no Vanessa Ann Hudgens. But I think it's like a time loop movie where it's like this girl wakes up and it's Christmas every day. I do love a time which, loop. Hey, the Fairly Odd Parents did that first, but okay. And but it takes place in Chicago. Way to go! I Big love fan. Chicago on film, and I was actually just complaining about this the other day that like there's not. 
enough good, like, for some reason in, like, the 80s, 90s, everything was set in Chicago. Well, that's because that was when John Hughes dominated the scene. Yeah, huh? exactly. But we love Chicago. Everything was in Chicago. And now the Chicago representation in film has really, really taken a hit. Um, I don't know if anybody watched Emily in Paris um, on Netflix. No, that wait, what was the name of that show? Emily in Paris. I don't, I've never heard of that show. I've heard, of a show, I've heard of a show called Emily in Paris. But... Uh, go fuck yourself. <laughs> go fuck yourself. I walked into that. I walked into that, guys, and I'm sorry that you had to hear it because of my stupidity. I will never say that. But the Chicago representation in that show is offensive and also an act of violence towards um, the city I grew up in. Paris? Why would you ever want to go to Paris? We've got beer and clubs right here. <laughs> um, so that's interesting. That's coming out, I think, next year. I'm a little... Confused why they're filming during a pandemic, but I hope they're doing it safely. More interesting to me, this is groundbreaking news. Disney Channel has cast and greenlit a remake of Under Wraps, the first ever Disney Channel original movie. By some standards, there's a bit of debate about that. Disney Channel considers it's the first, which is wild to me that we're getting, we're now at this point in our lives. That we're going back. That we're going back. This podcast will go on forever, guys, because they'll just keep remaking <laughs> all and we'll have to come Well, back. I mean, I mean, Emma, we say it at the end of every episode, DCOMs forever. I think they'll keep making DCOMs forever, but this is a... I need to renegotiate my contract. It's, it's, a, horse, it's a horse of a different color. And I mean, uh, up front, I'm sure there are tons of people that love Under Wraps. I've never seen Under Wraps. Emma, have you seen Under Wraps? Like once. Yeah. Not particularly close to our hearts. I do recommend when this comes out, we all go watch it because I want them to realize that remaking DCOMs can work because I want to see what they're going to do. I don't... Okay, here's the thing. I think I'm of the mind that it's... All or nothing. Remake one, you remake all of them. If you're going to dip your toe in this pool, we got to remake two confessions. So you're literally talking about you want it to, like, cycle. Like, it's like... Oh, yeah. Like, we're done making all new ones, now we start the remakes, and then in another 20 years, we start over. Because they don't get the... I don't want them to have the privilege of just cherry-picking where they actually did a good job. Like, I'm like, all right, if we're remaking this shit, you got to go back and you got to do true confessions again. I want to see them do... Don't see them take another crack at genius or dadnaps. Yeah, you got to do dadnaps. Do dadnaps. I what I was gonna say is I I'm surprised at the pick of under wraps honestly I feel like while yeah it's the first one I feel like they're much more still I was expect I would have expected a xenon remake before under wraps it's a wise choice in that I can see why they made the business decision to do under wraps because they can tie it to like Halloween mm-hmm. as like they love having Halloween event movies and number oh, which, two uh, sorry to interrupt you although that's the important thing to point out about that movie in Chicago it's a Christmas movie and there's like four of those in a million Halloween movies yeah, so <laughs> exciting but continue no I think it's a, just a smart business decision from them because basically it's a, a Halloween tentpole movie that they can you know do that with it and then also it has good name recognition like I know under wraps it does it, that, yeah. that just jumps out to me and I and I, can, it's, I don't have a deep affection for it but I know what it's about it's about a mummy that mm-hmm. like comes alive and it's in the treehouse whatever so like I think it plays soccer uh, maybe. I, but it's like, I know the concept and I, that has a nostalgic aspect, but I can't tell you one fucking person in that movie. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I'm not going to be affronted when I see someone else playing the role. Like, That's I don't want to see not Xenon being fucking Xenon. Yeah, Kristen Storms. I on. want her, I don't yeah. want anyone else's face being Xenon. That's true. I mean, I, that's what I'm saying though, is I guess I was just surprised Disney Channel made a smart move because I would have expected them to be like, yeah, people are real nostalgic for that Zetus Lapidus type <laughs> stuff. So we're going to remake that with one of our new Disney Channel stars i don't know and she's also gonna be a dj in space <laughs> but no let's start talking about the movie and here's here's something i want to say first and i i because i realized this for this watch specifically and talking about the difference in halloween versus christmas a volume of movies is what made me think of it this is like the third or fourth hockey movie we've why the cuff- fuck are there so many hockey here's movies? my reason here's what i think I, here's what i think it is because i was thinking about it and i was like 
the two most dominant sports in DCOMs are hockey and basketball. There are so many basketball yeah. things. And here's the reason why, and I think it really struck me on this one, is that it's indoor sports. Because mm-hmm. you can film it any time of the year, anywhere in the world, and say it's somewhere else or say it's some other time. And you only need a half of the court to actually play it. Like, hockey is played mostly on one side and you go back yeah. and forth. Basketball. So you can set cameras up on the whole other half of the court. Yeah. Whereas, like, baseball and football, which I would consider to be much more universally popular sports than ice hockey, those can only be played outside pretty much. You'd, like the whole thing to film all of that yeah, and they're really spread out and they're really spread out yeah and soccer too like yeah. you only film that certain parts of the year we can't go to utah and save a bunch of money like they did in this freaking movie <laughs> um and so that like this is the, it was just like this, this in utah uh it was shot in Salt Lake that City. that felt it I, that feels right it, it, this like is I the one time Salt- yes i felt like i was in Salt Lake City. this is the one time i would say that they actually kind of, like they don't say it which i thought something you'd be more about the about. boarding school i was like are we brigham young like it felt very uh, especially as you see them driving around a little bit i was like yeah it looks like utah like it, yeah. it's fine like I, I, it worked. I'm also just really into the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, oh, so God. I spend a lot of time in that city now. I really know it well. So, uh, we open up on an ice skating rink. Oh, okay, I'm... wait, the other thing I wanted to say, you know why I think they do hockey so much, too? Just going off of your point? Yeah. It's because of the helmets. You can do body uh, doubles. So oh, much easier, for sure, yeah. especially for girls hockey. Like, obviously, it's not fucking this girl skating, mm-hmm. doing the hockey stunts. So, it's so much easier than, like, having to get, the, the, remember the body doubles in Brink? Yeah, <laughs> like a grown man with a wig on as the girl. Yeah, like, yeah I do remember this that. really helps that problem. Although I think we should give some credit to this actress. I do think she had to do some of the ice skating. I'm sure she had the to do the tight shots. She did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm not. I don't think she was. But I, I'm sure when she had to like crash into things, that wasn't no. her. Um, but yeah, you're definitely right. That's absolutely part of it. But so we open up on an ice skating rink. Our main character Caitlin is figure skating. She's a figure skater, and this girl is adorable. She's really cute. Not the best actress. She's not a grand And I, as I said to Luke she, Luke, she looks very familiar to me, but I looked up her IMDb and I can't find a single thing that I would recognize her from. Hinson, um, Jordan Hinson. Yes. She's not bad or anything. We've definitely seen way worse decom actors, but she's just like, for the leading, I think some of her teammates later on are better actresses than she is. But the more important point is that she's pretty, which <laughs> was really important to me. Um, and if she was going to be a figure skater. Well, not only is she a pretty figure skater, she's also talking directly to us, the audience, because she's... In the only voiceover of the movie. No, she does it a couple more times. I will admit it's confusing. There's like one point where she keels over like tire shoe or something and it comes in and you can't see her mouth and I was like, are we, is, is narration happening? Like, it happens in our middle. She narrates the movie kind of, I think they did this in Luck of the Irish too where like he narrates the opening and then like they totally forget, forget about, about it. Forget about it. That's much, what yeah. I was going to bring up is that it's like, like Luck of the Irish and I also just like, I, I am so in awe of Disney's screenwriter laziness of like, you know how hard it is to like do that first scene where you gotta like world build and like set up who this person is and what their motivations are they're like we're not even gonna fucking do that no. we don't have to we're just gonna have her talk over Directly camera to and tell you who she is who her parents are who her brother is what she likes what she doesn't like like it's like we're not even gonna give you that nuance no. we're gonna have her scream it at um, you but excellent point because she's like i'm an amazing ice skater that's what i love to do 
Um, you see her parents, who are both alive. And she goes, these are the rents. The rents. She did say the rents. Her slang that's is how you know wild. She's, that's, I wrote, that's how you know she's cool, spelled K-E-W-L. Ed and Linda. Ed and Ed Linda. is doing the wave at a figure skating competition. Yeah, Ed, uh, I wanted, I'm worried about Ed. I wanted a bit more from these parents. Well, that Ed is a wild character, because he's like sportsman, but then also he's like a robotics engineer <laughs> I, at one point. I, and I was like, excuse me? I cannot pin down Ed. I, I, and yet he's betting money with his young Son. I think that's the joke with Ed, though, is you can never pin down Ed. He's an enigma. But I want to talk about the true stars in the movie. Are you talking about the best characters in the whole movie? Uh, Bob and Ginger. Bob and Ginger are the best. I literally, I, I was like, I don't care at all about Ed and Linda. They could be erased from this film with a Thanos the snap. that she, they don't stay in this movie is literally an act of violence. Every scene Bob and Ginger are on screen is a cinematic treasure. They are eating the camera. They, they are at, they, they literally own it. They are making every scene their bitch. They are, oh, I want them to adopt me. For, They're amazing. For color, they, they feel, well, go away, so. they feel like a Kristen Wiig. Um, it feels like a Saturday Night Live skit. Yes, it feels yes. like a Saturday Night Live <laughs> But let's, let's, so she says, yeah, these are my parents, my brother Brad. Bradley. Um, and okay, he, and also Bradley's a nerd, and this is my my first. He's a nerd, but also loves hockey, which I was like, I feel like you're maybe not so much of a nerd almost, then. No, but he loves hockey, and he's a nerd, and he's like a robotics guy, and I go, that kid's fucking ten. Like how oh, yeah, he's nerdy eight, is he? He's eight year old, he's eight but also old. going back to genius. Why does Disney Channel think that geniuses love hockey? That was such why a big. Does math have to play why a factor in this movie at all? We'll get more into that later. But we meet her family, and none of them matter because then she's like, and then we've got the, my my team, which are Bob and Ginger. Bob is my choreographer, and he's this like older guy. He's got like he's pretty much bald, and like they're both wearing like grandma sweaters, basically. Bob. They look like Kath and the the singers, like Kristen Wiig. Um, you know what I'm talking about? I uh, oh Fred Armisen. Yes, yeah, Fred Armisen. Yeah, Weekend Update. When they make up the songs as they go, mm-hmm. that's what they look like. And I'm gonna just gonna lay it out on the line for you. Um, Bob is someone who probably, if he was born in a different generation, would be an openly gay man, but instead <laughs> is instead married to Ginger. I I disagree. I think those two are made for each other. I think he's struggled a lot in his life with finding his true calling, and that true calling was ice skating choreography. choreography. And he freaking. Kills if he it. does choreo, what does Ginger do? She does the costumes Cos- and hair. Co- hair, costumes hair, and hair, hair. costumes. She has a massive, like, beautiful bouffant of <laughs> Ginger hair. She's figure skating while giving all this narration. And she's like, I love Bob I and immediately Ginger. said I want Bob and Ginger to have their own show. Oh, like, I, I, I would watch, watch 50 movies about them. <laughs> she's like, I love Bob and Ginger, but if I really want to get anywhere, I need someone to train me. And, like... I need a Russian, she says specifically. And then she's like, Natalia Glo- Globerman? Globerman? Glo- Glo- I, think it's, I, think, right. I think it's Globerman. The harshest but greatest trainer in the world. I want her to train me so, so bad. And she's like, you know, a very mean looking lady. And they play like the Russian music behind her. And like, that's a little like, uh, by the way, guys, I know a shit ton about figure skating um, because <laughs> yeah, I'm I a figured, loser. I was going to say, um, I figured that'd be what you were most excited to talk about. Is that I, for background guys, I fucking love figure skating. Whenever the Olympics are on, I literally put my life on pause. Like during Sochi, I woke up at 5 a.m. to watch the uh, every day and skipped a ton of college classes. Sorry, mom. To watch the figure skating live. I'm obsessed with it. I know how all the scoring works. Uh... I'm obsessed. And this movie, I said, is pretty 
good. They don't make a lot of shit up. Like, they, like the things they are saying, like a sow cow and Axel, like, they're all saying, like, real things. The Christy Yamaguchi cameo is amazing. <laughs> I was floored. <laughs> that they got Christy Yamaguchi to be in this movie. For a long bit of it. because they talk about Christy Yamaguchi all the time, and I was like, yeah, whatever. And then I didn't one, see that coming. And then at one point, Christy Yamaguchi just shows up. We're jumping ahead a bit. And I was like, they got Christy Yamaguchi And you know how movie? fucking weird it is that I didn't even think it was weird that they said only Christy Yamaguchi the whole time? No. Because every young girl was obsessed with Christy Yamaguchi yeah, in 2005. She had like a poster and I was like, I, think I had a poster. I, I, I was I, like, I, yeah, for sure. If you asked me to name like two figure skaters, I would say Christy Yamaguchi and Michelle Kwan. That's the yeah. two, those are the two big names I know. That's that, I mean, this was like their era. And I guess Tanya Harding, but that's for other stuff. That is, okay, this is Again, my our, next note. The Tanyas? So, here's my thing. No child gets that reference. Thank you! <laughs> no <child>. <laughs> <laughs> she, her whole thing is she's explaining her life. She talks about Bob and Ginger. She wants a Russian to train her, which my point was if it's a little diminutive to be like, oh, oh Russian. Sure. But they do dominate the world of figure skating and most of the best coaches are Russian. But she then is like, oh, those are my friends. Well, not really. They're like competition. And she talks about how like all the other <laughs> figure skating girls like hate her. She's there's the best. Just... And she goes, in the world of figure skating, there's Christy Yamaguchi's and Tanya Harding's. These girls, they're all Tanya's. And I go, what kid got that what reference? What kid in 2005 understands? Understood a Tanya Harding joke. I don't know. I have the same note. But also you're forgetting is that they f- cut to this competition and one of the girls just yells, fall! So <laughs> loud. And I was like, girl, there's like 50 people behind you. They all heard you say that. Also, you would get kicked out. Yeah, you would absolutely get Like, that's a horrible thing to do. But speaking of that, uh, so we do this, she starts going into like a spin or a jump spin or whatever. And we do a weird flashback where there's this little girl who's like six. And she's like, mom, I can't find my scrunchie. Burr, burr, burr. Caitlin reaches into her bag. Is like, here, you can wear my scrunchie. I'll just use my lucky rubber band. She's like, thanks so much. And then we like cut back and she's thinking in her brain, oh, all that karma is definitely going to help me win. And then the rubber band holding her hair together snaps. And I guess this like throws off her entire center of gravity. gravity. If she was, can't see. I, I was thinking the, she can't see to spot herself. That's what I thought she was going to happen is we we're going to see the hair get in her eyes and she'd be like, whoa, and this time I'm But no, it's something about like the force of the hair coming apart, like throws her to the ground. Very confusing. This is this was the, my main problem is that scene where she like selflessly gives that little girl the scrunchie. That was my main problem when, later in the movie. So I just want to call it out here is when everyone was like, "You're so self-absorbed," and I'm like, "We haven't seen her be self-absorbed no. really." We That's actually what I'm saying, telling not her, her big thing that you showed us about her personality was that she actually gave away her thing. Well, I guess, for I guess else. she was doing it to get something out of it. She wanted karma, I guess. But but still, that was that's not. But we don't see her do anything that horrible. It's no, like, she's not screaming fall at the other what, girls. What, to... what I said, oh yeah, she's not screaming fall. <laughs> What I said in my notes, we'll get into it in depth in a bit, in a second, about her brother Bradley is like, they need to do a full on like, not attention complex for him that like she gets all the attention and like she needs to just constantly be like loving that she gets all the attention and Bradley gets left out in the cold and the parents need to like confront that about themselves that they, I don't know, something like that because his motivations in this movie are insane and make no sense. But like that would have shown a little bit more that like she needs to change. But Uh, they don't show that happening. They don't. That's off page. But yeah, she falls, she finishes her routine, and then Bob and Ginger like console her and are like, uh, oh, I'm sure they they won't take off that many points. And then we do a hard cut. Has anyone ever watched figure skating? Yeah, yes, was, they will. Yeah, you, the second, in my understanding, I don't know much about figure skating. My understanding is if you fall, you're done. You're, no, you're, I mean, that's not true. Well. But because the, I think what you're supposed to believe is that, I mean, she still loses. Yeah. But like, I guess she's, you're supposed to believe she's attempting tricks that are so much harder. Like if you attempt things that are worth higher point value and like land one, land two and fall on one, but like no one else is even in your league as far as what they're okay. attempting, you could still win and fall. It's that all about sense. like the 
hardness of what you're attempting. And later, much later in the movie, they say something about her being the only one to land a triple lutz or something in competition. Yeah, who's um, like underage. Yeah, whatever. yeah. So you're supposed to believe she is attempting harder stuff. That's fair. I'll give you that. But so what's weird is they do a hard cut after the show. Like, you won't lose that many points. They do a hard cut to the winners at the podium. And one of the winners I, is like that six-year-old. I was like, was she competing against the six-year-old? What kind of dog and pony show Aren't is this? Aren't there age brackets in this thing? That's not how any sport works. But so she's like all mad that she lost. And then the Russian lady, Globerman, comes up and Disney Channel. I got some questions. I got some questions, but I'm honestly like, it's like, I'm not, I'm not disappointed. I'm not mad because it's like you met my expectations because my expectations (laughs) was low. My expectation was they've said this woman is Russian. I wonder if they've cast a woman and are going to make her do the most over the top, most stereotypical (laughs) Russian accent. She sounds like the little bat from Anastasia. (laughs) 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 Mr. That that's just Hank Azaria. That's not even. <laughs> she, sounds. she sounds like this. It's and, and, no, and it's, it's the not, bat from and, Anastasia. And she just and she just she calls her Sputnik, like, which, is just, which is just like Mr. Actually, that's pretty good. <laughs> but she just, which is the Sputnik is just this, the satellite Russian it's, sent up. Doesn't isn't this isn't that the Russian word for potato? Maybe that's also it, but I assumed it's the, for the satellite. That's what I. I about. thought she was calling her potato. <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure the more famous Sputnik is the satellite. I think she just called her potato the whole time. Why would she call her after a satellite? Why would she call her potato? Why did that make more sense? Okay, I don't think it means potato. Yeah, you were just very wrong. The reason she calls it her... It is a satellite. The reason she calls her Sputnik is because she's Russian, and they just needed... What's a Russian thing we can reference? <laughs> also, yeah, kids in 2005 are going to get that reference, and it's not a one-off. She calls her Sputnik throughout the whole And movie. it doesn't make any sense. No. If that was something where it was like, that was the first thing one guy said, and I'm like, we could have heard of three more guests. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. what to call her. Yeah. Um, My little pierogi. Or uh, pierogi would have been good. I would have said, like... What babushka. A- yeah, that's nice. <laughs> um, but but is, wait, is Babushka grandmother or something? I don't know. I don't know. I don't speak Russian. And I just and can't neither, and, neither, and neither does this woman, for the record. But so, uh, she she comes up and she's like, I wish to talk to you. And she's and then I was mad immediately because I, well, I was concerned. About the Romanov. <laughs> I was concerned immediately. She said, like, I love Bob and Ginger, but if I'm going to get anywhere, I need to be trained by Natasha. And I was concerned that, like, she's going to leave these people in their in her wake. Bob and Ginger aren't like that, though. No, they're like, go, go, be free. Like, you, we want to see you shine, girl. And I was like, damn, Bob and Ginger are real ones, though. They're really enlightened. They don't don't get caught up in the petty bullshit. I love Bob and Ginger. And so, um, they're sitting down, uh, and she's like... Having a large milkshake after just doing a very athletic competition. She's having a milkshake. I would throw right up. (laughs) TLDR, the woman's like, I want to train you. I gotta train you. I'm Mm -hmm. the best. But you gotta come to my school. Yeah, because what's she... Coach the skating club. And the important thing to note here is that she's like, I really need a win on this one. <laughs> like, yeah. like, I haven't trained anybody good in a while. You're my best prospect. You want to train with me? I want to train with you. Come to my school. And she's like, absolutely 100%. But th- the thing I wanted to say about the milkshake, BT Dubs, is... This Caitlyn girl looks like she weighs 10 oh, pounds soaking wet. Soaking wet. And I'm going to give Disney Channel credit because the a couple of the characters we meet later do not have that same physique. And I was like, wait a minute. I actually love the way they cast the girls' hockey Oh, the team. hockey, girls' hockey I mean, there's only... They look like real they look girls' like, hockey team. Absolutely. And there's only, like, three actual characters, but they all but look they like... All, well, I think the, there's other ones that are actual, like, hockey players. But the three oh, yes. main ones that are actresses, I was like, okay. Believable. Believable as hockey players. 100%. This girl, she's supposed to be... Yeah, so, yeah it makes that's sense. The point. But that, that's what I'm saying 
is I saw her drinking a milkshake and I was like, I do not believe this character would drink a no. milkshake. But so I think we do a hard cut to her begging the parents, like who will not even turn off the television to no. listen to her. Ed the has dad, got the game on. And <laughs> I think is like a low key bad dad. Yeah, not like a bad dad in these movies like we've seen before. He just seems like Ernest. a space cadet. He just he just seems like he's doing his own thing. He like, care. I think the mom's doing most of the raising of these children. She, the mom's the one telling her no. Yeah. And then he just adds like, we're tapped out, kid. Yeah, basically they we're too poor. She, she, it's a boarding school this woman teaches at and has, and it's a figure skating club, not a figure skating team. That'll become important. And there, she's like, uh, I've wanted to turn to Tasha all my life. You got to do this. They're like, we don't have the money. She's like, we could use my college. And they're like, no, we're not going to let you throw away your future like that. Uh, fine. I can't get anything. Then she goes to see the brother. This scene is largely okay. pointless, but it will become important later uh, for no, some reason. Here's the, my first qualm. He's in his room doing geometry. That kid's eight. Again, what? I want... There's no fucking way that kid is taking geometry. Well, my qualm number one was she, she walks in the room and is like, hey, Bradley, what are you up to? And he goes, don't you ever knock? And I was like, the door was open, bitch. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> That's my problem. He hates her. He hates her. And we don't see why. The and thing, it's all centering back on a walkathon and that I don't thing, care about. Oh, God, the damn walkathon. <laughs> don't get me started on the freaking walkathon. What happens is... That she, walkathon broke this family in half. <laughs> but so, she's like, hey, can I sell your signed hockey puck collection to pay for the school? And he's like, no, why would I ever do that? That's an insane thing to ask your eight-year-old brother. Emma's making a face like she's like, no, wait, uh, it probably yes. It's probably more important than the fucking hockey pucks. <laughs> but, uh, I'm on the wrong side of history here, but if you were a good brother, you'd sell it. But, so... I also thought that was going to come back. Why the fuck we like, introduced this no, famed collection so. for no reason? But yeah, Demo's point, what he's doing is he has a computer, you know, when you're eight years old in 2005 and you have a computer in your room. And you and, take geometry. And he has, like, a hockey field on it, and he's just moving around a right angle and being like, yeah, yeah, geometry. And then she's like, what are you doing? He's like, geometry, hockey is just geometry on ice, which... Which is the plot of genius, is it not? No, that's not a thing that happens in genius. I don't remember anything. He helps the hockey team get better at school so they don't fail out, I, I think. I don't think he gives them hockey strats. I think he does. I know he puts... We watch this freaking movie and I don't remember. <laughs> but no, but it's also just not that. Like, it's about hitting people and, yeah, and yeah, like no. puck control and like, there is obviously like, you should know also, where like, team is, placement and stuff I, like I that. Also, the second this popped up, I was like, did they really do this? Because the plot of the other movie that Luke kept confusing this movie with is Ice, Ice Princess, which was what it's about. Theaters, is about her doing math to become an amazing figure skater which is like that's just the exact same thing I'm like are they really doing this again yeah I, I don't know if we've actually talked about this when Emma first read this movie I thought it was about Ice Princess which is a movie about a girl getting good at figure skating through math and yes. this is about a girl who does figure skating getting good at hockey through, through math, math. <laughs> but is not good at math herself no it's complicated we'll get there her brother is but so also um, there's a robot but yeah this is where we get the I say exposition, but I don't think it's true. So I'm just going to say lies. The movie just lies to you. <laughs> and it's like, you're, the you're, the mo- thinks you're, an idiot. you're the most self, self-absorbed person I know. Um, and then he's like, you try, well, you try to do that walkathon for models without manicures and her raised $3 to walk mascara. mascara, whatever. Emma, does it really matter in the grand scheme of things? Um, get it right. And he raised $3 by walking a block. Like, you, you have no follow through on anything. Blah. And, and, that, and yeah, that was like a searing indictment. And I was like, I've really never seen her be self-absorbed. No. I guess, like, maybe asking for the hockey pucks without a pocket. I understood eh. it. Telling, not showing. But then, so then we cut to her being at the school and is like, listen, I want to come here. I want to learn, but my parents won't pay for it, unfortunately. This is the wildest turn of this movie. Um, I honestly loved this part because she's like, let me see if I can work something you out. You mean when she fucks her way into the hockey that was talk about the this is I, I know I said zigging and zagging I, I expected the movie to, I did not expect it to zag and I was like oh freaking what that's crazy 
see. The Russian goes to see the, the male... female hockey coach. No. No, the, female, the, the male coach of female hockey. I was like, Luke, <laughs> yeah, wait, you're sorry. giving Disney Channel way more credit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The male coach of the female <laughs> hockey team. And she's like, what do I have to do? He's like, no, fuck you. Well, we get one scholarship yeah. spot and we're bad. Like, the hockey team is not good. He's the like, hockey team, spoilers, hasn't won a game in three years, which is crazy to me. But he's like, we need this scholarship to get, like, some actual good talent in here. I'm not just going to give it to you for your stupid figure skating. And she's like, please, I'm begging you. I'm begging you. She goes, she's like, I haven't asked you for anything ever, basically. And he's like, what will it take? And he's like, me, you, Dinner, 8 p.m. <laughs> dinner, no, dinner by the sea at dinner a restaurant by the sea. Restaurant by the sea. And she's like, she goes, you can pick me up at 8. And I was like, these guys are going to bang. And the Lucas, the movie does not skirt away from that premise no. at all. It, then, guys, spoiler alert, later on, it will double down where he's like, I got to play her because otherwise I'm going to lose my job and people find out that I gave away yes. this scholarship for sex. <laughs> this, that's what I'm saying. Like, I was expecting her to, like, talk crap, be like, because she says, like, she's like your secret weapon or something like that. Like, she's trained like nobody else like like try and sell him on some crazy concept and then maybe like level no. with him but she just goes like you want to get your dick wet open for, <laughs> for business i mean you gotta hand it to the russians i mean espionage it works it worked i mean it worked like this, this, it's the most realistic thing this, i've seen that's what i'm saying that's why i was like hell yes this is crazy because like you're saying that it genuinely it'll come up multiple times that he knows every he's like he's asses on the line like he's broken so many protocols and maybe laws by doing yeah. this so she comes back and is like <laughs> She goes back into the office after agreeing to bone this dude and is like, hey. Uh, also, dinner by the sea. Aren't we in Utah? Restaurant by the sea. Yeah, wait, what? <laughs> That's an excellent point. Right, dinner by the Salt Lake, I guess. <laughs> so he, she goes back and is like, I've worked it out. You have, uh, you will be a hockey scholarship. There's and I am getting a Brazilian. <laughs> <laughs> and, then an a, and then an SD test, an STD <laughs> test tomorrow. Um, but uh, here's your schedule. I have this already made somehow. Like She knew he was going to say well, it. No, no, but not even that. I was like, well, she's got to still confirm that it's okay with the parents and stuff like that. You got to get some form of consent. Ed's out to lunch. Yeah, I, I yeah. Um, she's like, you you go to hockey practice here, you go to classes here, you go to the figure skating training here. And she's like, I don't want to play hockey. And she's like, look, there's no figure skating scholarships. Yeah. That doesn't exist. There's no figure Which skating team. Which I think team. is them actually making a, a good point about feminism in 2005 or trying to and kind of swerving left of actually making the point. But they do, tr- they do bring that up in a, in a hammer to make her say... There was like a fact drop of like there are no figure skating scholarships. I like just that. assumed it was because it wasn't a team sport. They don't uh, do they give scholarships for non team sports usually? I don't fuck if I know. <laughs> I, I don't know. Yeah, but and then, yeah, that's what I was saying about the club. It's a club, not a team. But I do agree with you because she's like, yeah, there's no scholarships, and then Caitlin uh, just goes, "Geez, come on, America!" Yeah, and I was like, yeah, um, you're right, Caitlin. And and so at this point, they go back to her house. But at this point, I wrote a prediction in my notes. Which is, I'm going to read it to you verbatim. Prediction. She's going to realize how much more she enjoys hockey, but struggle with this realization, only to make a dramatic choice when the championships for both are on the same, same day. day. I mean, I knew, <laughs> I mean, I had seen this movie a long time ago, but I didn't remember the plot, but I knew there was going to be an HSM scheduling thing, obviously. Well, this, this was before it, technically, so it's a go-figure yeah. schedule, although I'm sure it's somewhere else, too. But so, yeah, we come back to her house, and, like, she's practicing hockey with the dad, but not really. He basically gave her a hockey stick, set up a laundry hamper by the fireplace. And it's just letting her run an like, absolute, like, he's a sieve out there. Yeah, he's he, not He's not teaching her anything. He's not stopping her either. He's just. I was expecting her to go back and be like, Bradley, you need to teach me everything I need to know about hockey. And like, he would maybe be like, no, I'm not going to do that. His 
reaction to this, I That's think, I is saying. completely out of left field. Well, here, I'm, here's what I'm going to tell. I'm going to make a promise to you right now, audience. We're just going to cover all of Bradley's shit right now. Because throughout the movie... <laughs> we cut to him. We cut to him... Building a robot. Building a robot. Being angsty. Giving up of, angsty on hockey. At the young age of eight. And, it, <laughs> and every time they do it, I'm like, Disney Channel, you know I don't care about this. Like, what is also, the purpose? the best reveal, guys. I don't want to get into this. I, from now on, I want to talk about Caitlin's pot only. But they cut back to him all the time. They're like... He's building a robot. I don't need hockey anymore. I'm quitting. All I need is my robot. Like, I just need my robot. I don't want to do hockey. And then the reveal at the end of, like, when the mom... What the pop robot's for? No, no, no. When the mom is finally, like, hey, like, parents finally finally touch down on him, who's acting, having a complete mental break upstairs. Um, They're like, hey, like, why did you quit hockey? And he's like, Caitlin, Caitlin has it. And, like, Caitlin took it. And she's like, you could both play hockey. Yeah, it's like... (laughs) The mom's like, what? Yeah, he's like, she had to take that too. That's why I was saying, like, there should have been... What did you take? That's why I was saying there should be, like, an attention thing there, where it was like, I have my hockey game tomorrow. I was like, sorry, buddy, but the nationals are that day so we have to go to figure skating like, there was like some attention thing there's not here's bradley's br- and then he goes at that scholarship should have should have been mine. I'm like dude you're eight <laughs> years old what are you talking about it's like i should get a hockey scholarship <laughs> i go scholarship to where third yeah, grade that, like like that's like i played tennis in high school that's like if emma came home and was like i got a tennis scholarship to college and i was like well that's kind of weird but also <laughs> that has no impact on me <laughs> because i am too young to go to college I'm, that's that's years away like i'm confused <laughs> Literally, more than like else. the angry white man who's like mad about affirmative action. And That's like, really and like yeah. Title Nine. Like girls are taking everything from us. It's like there, she, you could still get a scholarship, dude. You could both play hockey. Ah, uh, yeah. But Bradley Basigark is he immediately quits hockey. We cut to him at school and with his friend who was a terrible actor. And we didn't even need this kid. Do you? Did you pick up what his name was? By the way, no. they say it once. They don't. I, I didn't learn the hot main character guys. Oh, Spencer. Until forty-five minutes into the movie. <laughs> well, you're historically bad. Uh, the, his friend's name is Hooner, which I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Oh my god, I just choked. Oh my god. I don't know. He, they're running away from the robot at one point. He goes, run, Hooner. And I was like, what? And the subtitles spell it out. I was like, Hooner. And I was like, what? That sounds like a euphemism for vagina. It sounds like a 1960s, like, derogatory term yeah. or something. I don't know. Get out of here, you Hooner. Like, whoa. Um... <laughs> <laughs> but so like someone from Indiana <laughs> negative I'm sure. yes. but so he tells it he quits hockey he quits his like peewee hockey league which I'm which sure which he has no fucking stakes to me yeah, play I don't, I don't care. care and his friends like they're having for the robot that we're talking about they're having like a robot war do you remember do you, do, you, do you remember robot wars where robots would fight in a ring that was a big thing in 2005 <laughs> and but so he's like I'm gonna build a robot for robot wars that doesn't matter we regularly see him cut back and working on it and there's antics it does not he matter and it, it does not matter. You know, we'll tell you what it matters later. So they then we cut to the mom, her and the mom packing up to go to school. And, and this is where we get the second scene, which is like very similar in like tone and format to the brother scene with the pots, where she's like setting up like what Caitlin needs to learn, but now it's just like a completely new thing. And what she's setting her up to learn now is that there's more to life than figure skating, Caitlin. Like make some friends. Yeah, like, that's the that's thing. That's it. She is a miserable person. <laughs> she has no friends. And like she talks to her stuffed animals like they're real what people. What is the plushy thing? I, Why are those tied to figure skating? I I the oh my only guess, and guys, I don't know this. I think is, is that what people throw on the ice I've, yeah, and I've she's seen keeping it. those that's my guess as she, like toys I have seen that where like you give the figure skater a plushie at the end of their performance or whatever but uh, to me it just read that they were doing like she doesn't have any friends who talks to figure so and she's, she yeah, and she's, a, and she's <laughs> held on to 
them for too long because she doesn't have any real friends. And it's like, I'm like, this is really sad. sad. I feel sad. bad for Caitlyn. Also, we get a drop here. Her name is Caitlyn Kingsford, which I, I don't know. I like that alliteration for some reason. But yeah, her life is basically just figure skating. She's like, all she cares. We said, she said this a little bit in the opening. All she cares about, she wants to be the best. She wants to have her face on a cereal box. Like, that's she wants all to go to the Olympics. She wants to go to the Olympics. Like every girl figure skater, I assume. Well, not that Shelby diabetic girl. Oh, this is. She wanted something else. This is. She wanted to be free. I we'll talk about Shelby. I can't I can't parse that. But so um, also it's important to note is that she's effectively going to high school now because yeah. she's a freshman. But the way they play it off earlier is they're like you're fine at the school where you are. I thought she was just transferring schools, but no, she's fully graduated into high school. I'm just gonna say this, and I think Disney Channel. I think I think maybe this is how it was originally written. This is supposed to be college. She yeah. was supposed to be going to college to get a get a scholarship, mm-hmm. but. She couldn't get it, so hockey. But the Disney and Channel was like, you can't script down. Yeah, you, know, you can't have college kids in a Disney Channel original movie. Yeah, because if it was college kids, her and that coach would be fucking <laughs> the hot coach. I am obsessed with his character. I well, yeah. So we cut to hockey practice immediately. She's like struggling to be on the ice in her pads because it's throwing her balance off. And her and my first notice. Oh, hot guy. Hello. I, I, my, I, I said, this Spencer guy has love interest written and all, all over him. And like 2005 love interest in the biggest way. Like the spiky hair, yep. all of it. It's all there. Did he looks like, he looks like that cat, the kid from Get a Clue grown up a little bit. Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. But hotter. He, he has, Disney well, created him. Post-puberty, we'll say. Yeah. Disney created him in a lab. And I, the, I immediately, though, I was worried because he's co- helping coach the girls hockey team. And I go, he better be a student. There better be a love interest <laughs> thing here. And it better not be like he is like in college and is like a father figure I don't want that at all speaking of coaches like the coach is kind of giving a speech and the coach isn't that big of a character movie but he kind of shines here where he has like some funny lines about like the thing the team sucking and whatnot and I stuff. liked him I liked him I, I could have used a bit more of him Um, we, we go through the practice also this <laughs> this team has a very loose jersey policy about what you can have written on the back of your jerseys because generally I don't even think hockey like especially high school hockey is just a number Yeah, but they have she has her first name written on the back Caitlin. Is Caitlin. And then they'll have like their nicknames. Like this is a very nickname heavy team. Oh, Mojo. Mojo. Holly- is Hollywood is her nickname because she's from LA? She's from Topanga. Do they say that? They say that you didn't they pick specifically up specifically from Topanga Emma. Canyon. Emma. I literally they call her Hollywood and then at one when later on I, in, she's in the doing next, yoga at one in point. In the next scene she and then and like the next scene when she's we go to her dorm we find out she's a roommate. There's a girl's name her name is Hollywood and they say Hollywood's going on and she looks dead at her and goes well I'm really from Topanga and I missed what she said but I literally rewound it because I was like, I'm just going to bring up that it's from I Topanga. I did not hear that she was from Topanga. But I figured she was going to I was like, she could bring up I figured just by says. the way they were doing her with like the yoga and stuff, I was like, she's supposed to be in LA Yeah, she's from person. California. Uh, yeah, we see her bumble her way through her first practice. She's- and I was like, why? I didn't find it incredibly realistic that she was that bad in hockey skates at first because I've worn both hockey skates and figure skating skates. and like. But I did give them credit because the toe pick thing is the very legit criticism. Is yeah, they explain Stopping that. in figure skating is completely different than stopping in hockey. Right. Because in figure skating, and I figure skated for a little bit when I thought I was going to be Chrissy Yamaguchi, you can stop with the point of your toe. And that's how you do spins and twirls and things like that. Hockey, you have to do that two foot hockey stop. For the record, everybody, Emma hit her foot against the table that we have the microphone on. You can't see what she's doing because this but is a I podcast. But I pointed my toe and everyone, her toe. everyone at home would and like And when to... she said the shush, she made like a hand motion to imply the skin. Like, it was a great show, everybody. You missed it. But and the judges gave it a 6.0. But so this is where, first of all, credit to Spencer. He's not 
um, a massive character in this movie, but he does He's something. The best character but he in does this something movie. rarely seen in his channel original movies. He starts asking questions. Yeah, which is. Which is <laughs> He's like, he's like, why is this girl here? And, she, and he looks at the coach. The coach is like, she's a our secret weapon. Our secret weapon. Like, don't worry about it. And, and he's like, like, I know I'm just a student here, but I, I have still many, many more concerns. Questions. This girl's not the only one on scholarship, and she can't skate. Yes, and so this, but so I immediately start asking questions because my number one question. Is it, like, super necessary that she actually practice with the team? Like, can't she just technically be on the team and just be benched or, like... Well, settle? that's what they tried to do, but they tried he to, well, is worried about them asking too many questions. Well, they, they, at that point, yes. But I, if I was in this position, I would say you don't even need to come to practice. If she's just technically on the team... I mean, this is like, like the Olivia Jade USC rowing scandal all over again. Like, they're basically, you know, f- yeah. faking her onto a team and getting her right, into school. Right, but I'm school. saying, I don't, did Olivia Jade practice no, with rowing? Like, that's, that's what I'm saying. saying. Like, yeah. Look, I'm saying you're already doing illegal shit. Like, yeah. like yeah, let's go with the full nine Why yards. do we have to be, like, body-checking her into the side exactly. of the rink? Did he, who says Bootsy first? I think it's Hot Guy. Yeah, Spencer's like, she's Bootsy. Bootsy. And the coach is like, yeah, I know. And he's like, Bootsy means, means bad. bad. And he's like, I don't know. I love that one um, random slang. And there's also, so it's the coach and Spencer. Two and silent two women. silent female coaches. Who I think one of them gets a line at one point. No, no names. women should be seen and not heard. No names. And we never learn this. Um, and he's also mean to her. Spencer, like that first practice. Yeah, well, yeah. He's like kind of giving her the business because she like can't skate, is falling down. He's like, come the fuck on, 36. Like, let's go. And that's why I think I liked him because he was actively mean right. to well, the he, girl. He feels like the most realistic character. Yeah, I, I, I also like when men are mean. Well, okay. I'm not saying, I'm not, okay. Actually, wait, I rescind my thing. He's the most realistic character because he actually makes her try. Yeah. I'm not, it wasn't that he was mean. I liked that he was mean. <laughs> I didn't like that he felt the need to be mean, but like he wasn't going to let her just skate by and go with the coach. Um, My note is actually, I like this mean, hot man. Then they, like... We see her struggle through practice. And they, it's the end of practice. They get another speech from the coach being like, that was fucking awful. You guys You guys are disgraced. Hollywood, what were you doing all summer? Ronnie is the team captain, correct? Yeah, I I was gonna, we meet them all at a later scene, so I was gonna save them until then. But he's basically just kind of whipping all their asses Mm -hmm. and yelling at them as the two silent women in fleeces just, like, stand there. I will just really note that he does at one point have an amazing line where he says, stow it! Like, instead of (laughs) shut it? Or like, like, I'm like, stow it? Where? Stowed in the overhead compartment. <laughs> that was the closest they could get to shut the hell up. Yeah, I think basically. I and she immediately goes to his office and is like, "Hey, I'm not doing Didn't this. Do this. I'm not doing this shit every day." She's like, "I don't want to get hurt. Like, it's really, really hard." And he's like, "Which is a valid concern." The whole time I thought she was gonna break her fucking. Oh, absolutely. I, I thought I was expecting conflict and drama, yeah. which never came. But he's like, "Yeah, no, you can't do that." And she's like, "Huh?" And he he goes, "People are gonna start asking questions." Yeah, if you and suddenly, those people are gonna get answers. And the, I'm like, and the answers that they're gonna get is that you fucked your. <laughs> Basically. So what they're gonna the answer that they're gonna unearth is that you entered into a scholarship fuck pact. And that's what this is. <laughs> that is what this is. You like like you're going to lose your job if this comes out. Not a question. Yeah. Not a Not question. Not a question. It would be all over the papers. Um so he's like, if you play your cards right, you won't have to play all year basically i'll but bench you i'll bench you you just gotta you do have to come to practices though mm-hmm. that's basically it and then he she's like okay great that i can i can work with that and this is what i'm saying like she doesn't seem too distressed by that revelation she's like as long as i don't have to play i can struggle so i, I can hang i can hang in there mm-hmm. and i was like okay cool so then we cut to her moving into her dorm room again this feels like college, college. but her roommate's hollywood her roommate's hollywood and uh 
Hollywood's the nice one, basically. Mm-hmm. Because, like, Ronnie comes in later and is, like, immediately mean because of her performance on the ice. And Hollywood's like, you'll get better. Like, it's no big deal. We also meet Mojo, who's kind of my favorite among them because she's just weird. Obsessed with, like, luck and charm. Yeah, she has, like, a bunch of, like, and rituals. She's very and... ahead of her time. She comes in and then starts saging your dorm Yeah, she burns sage, yeah. Uh, did, you, did you also recognize her? Where? I... Uh, one of the band members of Pixel Perfect. God damn it. <laughs> I knew it. it was, I knew it was a Disney thing. So I also recognized her because she voiced a character on Transformers Prime. There was also another... How did you fucking skip over this? When she walks into the room, into Hollywood's room, this is another joke no kid would get. Hollywood goes, hey, I'm Lola Hollywood, left wing. And uh, Uh, she goes, hi! She goes, hi, I'm Caitlin Kingsford. Moderate conservative? (laughs) (laughs) That's what makes me think this was a movie for adults and they like aged down. Hi, Caitlin Kingsford, alt-right. Like, Like, whoa! (laughs) But like, without the connotations of like, Caitlin Kingsford is a Republican. (laughs) Without that. (laughs) I don't know, without that troubling thought. Oh yeah, I didn't even think about that. I just thought her response was funny but no yeah but she is funny but it's yeah. just like what kid got that no one no one there's no fucking way but yeah, she, she, she starts to unpack and she takes out her Christy Yamaguchi poster and then Hollywood's like oh sick where'd, she you, where'd you get that that's hilarious and she's like what's so funny she's like oh yeah and like I think we have another amazing decom insult on our hands twirl girl twirl girls where what you what a fucking at? twirl girl she is they're like those twirl girls are so stupid with all their like glitter and Christy Yamaguchi posters and plushies and so like Caitlyn immediately like, starts trying to hide all of her Did plushies she like closed her suitcase yes. and, and uh I think this is when Ronnie this and Mojo girl, come in can I just say really quickly before we get into even deeper into this like I know I am old I am tired I can barely get out of bed every morning I am exhausted for this person her life looks fucking exhausting. And all they do is just keep piling the shit on her. Like, at first it's like, okay, you have to be on the hockey team and figure skate and go to boarding school. And then it's like, then you also have to hide that you do figure skating from all the hockey people. But not that you need to hide hockey, hockey from, from the, the figure, figure skaters. <laughs> like that, I feel like you're like... They know instantly. They, yeah, they know instantly. And it's like Pamela, who becomes the villain, quote unquote, in a second... Her, she never thinks to, like, tell the hockey team, like, and not even, like, maliciously, like, you think she would come up to them and be like, so what's the deal with her? She's like, why do you know her? She's, like, She's in figure skating club. She's what? Like, you, they all go to school together. They all you would to... think they would speak to each other. But she literally starts living a double life out of a janitor's closet, and it looks exhausting. It does look exhausting. Well, it looks less exhausting here later on when she, like, this is what I'm saying. It does, on paper, yes, this is a lot for her, but she seems to be doing relatively okay for most of it, and then later on she has, like, a breakdown, and then comes back and just tries harder and does better, better but she yeah. seemed to be doing okay to me anyway yeah she hides all her stuff from ronnie mojo in hollywood and then we get to see her do some actual figure skating with natasha we meet all the girls they're all tanya's not christie's except for shelby summers i think is the girl's name who and she's like oh my gosh shelby summers i'm a big fan of yours and she's like i thought you just thought you retired and she's like i'm 17 that's not like i'm 25 or something like that and she does a trick and natasha's like freaking spudnik spudnik you're killing a girl like pamela take note like so like she's she's just, clearly becoming the favorite and yes. which makes all the other girls already fucking hate her yeah because we cut from that scene to them in like the pamela and i think her psychic's name is heather just bad mouthing and being like over I'm... a fruit cup right yeah and they heard and they're, they know immediately they're they like, know she's on a hockey scholarship yeah they, she's on a hockey scholarship they're just like i heard it was a hockey scholarship or prison or something like that and, I, and, and then they're like 
she's this is another and it's a classic Disney channel I complain about this every episode where like nobody does this but it's the classic mustache twirling insults of I can't believe she's fucking poor it's like yeah. nobody speaks like that that's not how girls bully each other they literally refer to her, they're like um, the help I'm like fuck you that's <laughs> not how anyone speaks they also uh, they also do a good thing of like they're like being like yeah she sucks like she's just what here what a poor she, bitch she's just Natasha's favorite and all that stuff Shelby's just like she can freaking skate yeah. though she can skate around your asses like, yeah Shelby's like um yeah she might be poor and whatever but she's a good skater yeah, she's also not poor we see your house it's yeah, fine yeah it's a beautiful house it's just that she couldn't afford this thing otherwise without the scholarship it intimates that like you're just scared of her because she's so good but also Caitlin also was a real one here mm-hmm. because uh freaking they say all this mean shit about her and she's like whatever I don't care about these girls liking me and then Pamela goes and who did that choreography? Someone who must have no sense of rhythm. And then Caitlin just storms in and goes, you can say whatever the hell you want about me. You do not badmouth Bob and Ginger. You get Bob's name out of your fucking mouth. <laughs> Throws a handkerchief at her. Clean yourself up. You say, you come for Bob, I come for you. You, I, She was ready to take an ice and skate and slit that girl's which, throat. So was I. I, I, was, I was ready. You don't, don't bring Bob and Ginger into this. No, no. Don't start something you cannot finish. Mm-mm. Bob saved my dad's life in Vietnam. Um, so, okay. Emma, do you know what time it is? What time is it? It's time for time to have no meaning because what the hell happens after this? Like, all of a sudden, she has the whole school wired where it's like she has her stuff in the janitor's closet. Oh, yeah. She has her everything perfectly. But also perfectly. she walks by and Mean Hottie's in a band. That was such a random thing. Did you see oh, that? that? Yeah, that's after the janitor thing. Though. Oh, okay. Then talk but about the janitor thing because I have because something to say about the band. Actually, my uh, the second favorite character I, of another two about is Mr. Jablonski, the janitor. He's in like two scenes. I love when she calls around she can make me friends. She's like the janitor. The janitor. I and know. I was like, that's a start. That's a start. And like, we're, we're laughing. We're not explaining. Uh, she <laughs> hides all of her fingers getting stuff in the janitor's closet so she can like change in there in private. And her and stuff roommate like, won't know. And her roommate. Girl. And so she keeps all her stuffed animals in there and stuff. It's like dang. Which has dart because Hollywood says she's gonna make a dartboard out of it, and she actually did at some point. That's what I'm saying. We don't see that. We just there's like a in a time skip, but we don't get it. And then cutting room floor. Yeah. And then the janitor walks in, and she's like, "Oh, hi, Mr. Blonsky." And then she reaches in and pulls out a sandwich and goes, "Are you hungry?" And he's like, "Yes, child. I'll take your food." And then he's like, "Thanks, Caitlin." And she's like, "No worries." And then pulls out a second sandwich for her. So I was like, "So she's bribing the janitor with sandwiches yeah. to keep her stuff?" And I, but honestly, he seems like a chill dude. She's got it wired. And she's got it wired. Uh, but yeah, then she like gets all of her stuff on to go to the rink, uh, and then walks past like the student center. And Spencer is okay. But this is my point. This is my point here. And I get what they. I guess there was a recipe in two thousand four to be a, a heartthrob and one of those things was to have spiky hair in this exact color and another one of those things was to be in a pop punk band I think Chad Michael Murray in A Freaky Friday oh yeah like it, it's all the same oh. <laughs> it's all the same person I thought you, for some reason because we're talking about figure skating I thought you meant said Chaz Michael Michaels from Blades of Glory no but, <laughs> but it's like it's all the same archetype of person but this was just so funny to me because it's a passing shot that was so expensive. They had to set up a fake band, mm-hmm. all those kids, and they just for a five minute shot of her passing, just to tell us that Mean Hottie plays guitar and sings. That band will never no. come back well, into I, play. I, they follow him around. I assume that's his band or it's just his friends. I but like, we never why see him does he perform. have to be in a band? Yeah, we never see him We never perform. see her actually go to which, a performance. Which is a missed opportunity because, you know, this, I don't know if you caught it because I think it only really plays in the credits. There is a theme a song, theme song. Which, which, which you will hear at the break, everybody. But I was like, why not have his band perform why, that song? Why do they perform it? I think because it's a girl band that does it. So it wouldn't have made too much sense. But why put him in a band at all? He's already a hockey player. It never comes up again. He's hockey coach. 
much. I'm assuming he plays for the boys' team, assists for the girls' team. No, we. I never. I never get that exposition. I, it's in, off the page, but it's in my head. I maybe he took like a, a ice skate to the knee and can't play anymore, <laughs> so he teaches the girls. It did take me a while to like, confirm he was a student, though. I was like, is yeah, he yeah, a yeah. student? And because he was really questioning the adult coach quite often, and I was like, does he work here? Yeah. So then we get a scene of her like calling her mom, being like, it's rough, but you know, working with Natasha is great. I think she says. We also get a shot of her room decorated, and this I don't know if you called this out like I did um which is Disney Channel failing at decorating children's rooms yet again because she just has a light up sign that says one way on it and I was like one way to what like design. there's nothing I'm laughing at my notes now because I said and mean hottie is in a band baby girl what is you doing get in there <laughs> I was really waiting for this romantic attention to, to kick off and it took way too long for my life yeah it barely does but so then we cut to the, their first game. And Hollywood's doing yoga. They're like prepping in the. the yeah, yeah, they're all getting ready. Almost, Mo- Mojo's Jesus doing Christ. her thing. The guy almost said the green room. Like, it's a <laughs> theater. I mean, they were prepping in the locker room. And yeah, and Caitlin just straight up tells her, I don't expect to play that much. And I was like, why would you yeah, tell her? Yeah, Hollywood's like, aren't you nervous? She's like, I don't really think I'm going to see also putting on. This is a running joke. And like, let me just say this here. We've watched plenty of girl focused movies and girl targeted movies, and it's never been a problem for me. For some reason, the constant like makeup and nail polish jokes really grated on me this time. Why didn't you block? Or what kind of hockey player runs away from the fight? One who doesn't want to break a nail. Yeah, like, I, I, it didn't work for me. I also just didn't like it. I, I I liked some of the stuff that like gave her a cute little person, like the color allergy stuff. I thought was cute. That was a gr- I love that. That's my favorite and scene. She's like, See, you're a winter. Yeah, like, and there's a like, scene. That, Mandarin. There's, it's my power color. Yeah, there's a montage later where, but there is an actual time skip as we see her getting yeah. good. And at one point, she gives everybody mouth guards that match their like they're, autumnal, the seasonal, season, seasonal colors. And she puts one of she's like, oh, Mojo, this is your you're, color. And I was like, Oh, that's adorable. Yeah. I love that. I love that, like, bunky, like, cute, like, that's, like, a personality trait that she likes, yeah. like, colors and stuff. I didn't like the more base jokes that you're talking about of, like... Girl. Girl. Like, like, we don't want to break a nail, and, like, I like glitter. Like, I, I didn't like that as much because I also think it does figure skater a disservice. Yeah. Because, yes, like, there are, like, sparkly costumes in figure skating, but, like, the point that I think this movie should have leaned into harder is that it's, like, an incredibly athletic, very difficult sport, and those girls get hurt bad, mm-hmm. and it's, like, not very glamorous. You could destroy your fucking bodies and it's like those girls aren't worried about breaking a nail like it's just not very true to like what a hardcore figure skater would be like not they're concerned about like breaking their fucking legs not their nails like I I just felt like very kind of tone deaf to like the message of like figure skating being legit yeah I 100% agree and it also felt very like this is what all girls are into which is like you got freaking this is what I was talking about by the way Ronnie is a plus size person and, yeah. she, and she's an awesome character and a killer hockey player and I was like hell yeah Disney Channel get that get, like, get that representation out there but so it felt weird to go like have that there and then be like oh I'm a girl so I need to put makeup on for my hockey game but I did like the idea because I think what this movie should have stuck with as its main arc is that she had no friends all she, all she saw was like that's like a very ambitious thing for kids to take on but like all the women in her life were just competitive Competitive against her in figure skating and it was like a solo sport and her arc would should have been just like not a million other things it should have been discovering female friendships through being on this hockey team and like they teach her stuff about like friends and she teaches them stuff that it's like it's okay to be girly because I, I think that is also an interesting thing where it's like they feel like they have to be huh like they like they don't want to do ballet because they have to prove themselves as other athletes i thought this was setting up because she puts glitter on her face and she goes presentation is important out there like appearance is important out there something like that i thought this was going to set up a thing where like later when 
what she and Gray Shader said they were all going to put glitter on. As I like, know. Like, that was going to be, like, the team thing. But it did, they didn't do that. They do the colorology. They do the, yeah. of it. But they go out there and play, and they immediately get start getting their ass kicked. Kick, like, it's, it's, it's real bad. And Caitlin's just, like, sitting there on the bench. This is where uh, mean hottie Spencer starts to really ask some questions. Yeah. Well, because that's the thing, right, is he wants to force her off the team. Like, we find out later, he's like... I made you play so you, to make you quit faster. Yeah. And I was like, she freaking tried to quit. Like she, I, yeah. know he, I know he doesn't really know that, but it's like... Spencer doesn't know about the sex pact. Not yet. Which he is, will which learn is, later. He will, but this is the crux of the whole thing. Is he's like, wants to scroll off the team that's literally fucking dead weight. He doesn't yeah. understand why she's there. Oh, yes, but by the way, Spencer's 100% in the right. I mean, he's, I, he's <laughs> honestly the smartest person in this movie. Like, on paper, he's correct. Like, yeah. But, so he starts giving the coach heat. He's like, put Caitlyn in. Put Caitlyn. She's our yeah, secret weapon. Yeah, because Mojo gets hurt, I feel like. Somebody gets hurt. Yeah, yeah. Mojo. And he's like, he's like, yeah, she's our secret weapon. And Natasha yeah. freaks the fuck she's out. Like, oh. Natasha comes into the box because this is also a valid concern. Like, she's going to get hurt. Mm-hmm. Like, getting, like she's going to get her ass kicked out there and I, she can't get hurt for figure skating. And he looks at her and goes, I'm getting a lot of heat from the coaching staff. The coaching staff, that kid's a student. Yeah, it's Spencer. It's, it's just Spencer. Like, you are the coach. Like, he's like, I don't want people asking too many questions about our fuck pact. That's the, <laughs> uh, the underlying tone. But, there. like, but why not make that one of the women coaches? Like, I, like, because, like, yeah, because I guess. That would be someone who could question his authority. Right. That kid's I, a, a student. Yeah, he's a student. I get that he is on the coaching staff, and but he's the only one actually asking questions. So, so like, it's one of the one of the other. But like, if the one of the other women were there and just was like, "Yeah, wait, why can't you put Caitlyn in?" Like that, that would have been that would have been fine. The important thing to note here is, I'm, like I'm saying, not only is she probably going to get hurt, I don't believe Caitlyn knows the basics of hockey. Like I haven't seen like, her learn them. Like I know how to ice skate, but if you told me go out and just like figure out hockey, I don't know how the rules or the game. Like I don't the know how to control. Has very confusing rules. Yeah, and like there's yeah. things like offsides and like power plays and things like high sticking, low sticking. Yeah, they, I don't know. Any I don't of that. know. I don't know. I don't. If I could reasonably control the puck with a stick, like I, it would take me a while to learn that. That's why I was saying I. It's also a very dangerous sport. Like I would go head over heels, probably slit my own throat. Like that, I would kill myself. <laughs> that's why I was expecting Brad or to go to Bradley and be like, Bradley, I need you to teach me because since they something. set out that his brothers, yeah, hockey something, and then maybe he wouldn't or, or whatever. But just like we haven't seen her attempt to actually learn how to sport works no. and so they just send her out here to die essentially <laughs> and to perish and like they're they, i mean it's mostly just goofs of her like standing still and trying to keep her balance because she still hasn't figured out how to skate without a toe pick the big thing that happens in this game yes. isn't that she doesn't block for ronnie yes because ronnie is like blocked for me and she has no idea how to even begin to do that and so ronnie just gets bodied and so ronnie goes to like start a fight with her like her yeah. own teammate and then she just like runs away and this is where we get the line of what kind of hockey player runs away from a fight? Well, that does want to break a nail. And then, like, we do a hard cut back to the locker room, and Ronnie's still trying to, like, beat her up. He's like, let me at her! Yeah. And, and everyone's mad at Caitlyn, and she, like, doesn't get it. And Spencer's like, fuck you. And she doesn't get why everyone's mad at her. And I don't know when they explain it, but I, Hollywood eventually explains it to her in the dorm room, and is like, listen, dude, like, ev- everyone is mad at you, and they have a right to be. Like, it'll blow over, but, like, you are her teammate. And this is, like, the lesson of friendship teams. Mm-hmm. Like, and she said, block for her. You're supposed to, like, protect her and block for her, and you weren't there. Well, the other thing I would think I would say about either the female friendship angle is that I don't like there. That's definitely a part of it. But I think you could even say it's just about being on a team. Like yeah. after playing, being in a solo sport for so long, as we mentioned, the championships are both around the same day. And spoiler alert, she picks to, to go to the hockey one. They don't say it in so many words, but the kind of the reason is she's like, um, and I guess maybe this is supposed to lead into the self-absorbed thing, which is like these people are relying on me. Yeah, like I'm part of this team. I can't. I let these people down. But. And, uh, you know, we don't need to get into it fully here because I will get into it later and we got to take a break in a second. The thing that upsets me the most about this movie is she never ascends to the point where she's good 
at hockey. But they make she's, us believe that she's she is. Helping. Spencer says she's so fast. She's like lightning. And we never see it. We need her. We see in one scene that she does like a figure skating move over someone's like stick to like keep the puck control. And I was like, that's an interesting idea. Like adding agility to the game of hockey and like aerial stuff. It's tell, it's show, it's the tell and not show thing again. Yes, yeah. Like, like we don't see her becoming like an invaluable star player, but then it, all of a sudden the last game, Spencer's like, but we, we need her. She's our star player. And I'm like, is she? We don't see her score a goal she until, never like, until a I goal. think, I think maybe in the last game she does. No, she misses. Oh, she does. You're so right. They she goes wide. Yeah, you're so right. But she never scores a goal. And like, she's like, the team needs me. And I was like, they really don't. I mean, they've clearly learned unity from you or something. You but like, all gave each other something. I don't think they need you. They like, you'll they will lose if you don't play. No, 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 I agree. But so yeah, she goes back. I was expecting actually. I thought the way that it, they were going to shake that out, but they were going to have too many injuries, and like, if she, they needed the warm body, like, like I was never expecting her to be their star player. Yeah, I was saying like, I thought it was going to be one of those things where it's like, if she does not show up. Something like and that. And as a warm body, they will have to forfeit because they don't have enough people to make yeah, that Yeah, some, something like that. But so, uh, yeah, we're back in their dorm room and she says to, she like, Hollywood lays this truth on her and she just is like, man, that's such like a new concept for me. I wasn't even like supposed to play. And she's like, yeah, what did you mean by that? You weren't expecting She's like, oh, well, you know, I'm just a freshman. freshman. So I think I, I get a lot of ice time. Didn't think I get a lot of ice time. And like, she's holding like a ice pack against her head. Hollywood's like, here, let me help you with that. And knocks over a drink. And she's like, here, let me go get a mop from the janitor's closet. And she's like, no, 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 no. Let me go to the janitor's closet. I will get this mop. And she goes to the janitor's closet. And weirdly, she's like digging around in one of her backpacks. I don't know for what. And then Hollywood comes in and like sees all the stuff and she goes, oh, you're, you're a, a twirl girl. girl. Like it's like from the invasion of the body snatchers. Like, but she doesn't care. No, because Hollywood's fun and she's cool and nice. And she's like, oh my God, I can't tell anybody. They will eat you alive. Like you'll be so, it'll be a whole thing. And like now that makes them closer friends. And I was like, that makes sense. Also in this scene, it really, this is where it really hit me. Caitlin, Hollywood's a much better actress. Yes, Hollywood's really good. She's really good in this scene, like where you actually get to spend some time with her. And like, so then they walk and she kind of explains the whole thing to Hollywood about what she's doing here in the scholarship and all that stuff. And Hollywood like gets it. She's like, oh, you love figure skating in the way that I love like my hat trick and peewee hockey. Like it's the same passion for like athletics. She also says like, so why do you hate figure skaters? She's like, I don't know. I've never met one. And then I was like, wait, so all, and it's just a fundamental hatred. And they do explain this a little bit later. Better. in, In a way that makes movie sense if not actual sense to me but like she's like I don't know just this female hockey thing whatever oh the next thing I have is a brother scene so let's take a break yeah, and not just... to skip that over entirely so uh we're gonna put you in the penalty box for a little bit listeners and we will return cool after, off, cool off. Uh, we will return once the timer is up bye bye
All right, so we're back. So after whatever bullshit the brother's up to, we cut to she's practicing with Natasha with the figure skater. Figure skater. Well, it's no, it's like it's like a private practice. I think because she has private like nighttime practices. Yeah. basically, and for some because reason, to account for her hockey schedule. Right, and for some reason Pamela is just in the stands randomly, and her ass is really chapped by the fact that that. Uh, Caitlin's getting private lessons. Yeah, because we just, like, that'll become more apparent later, but at this point she just sees, nah, I'm not letting her get away with this, and, like, closes the book she was reading. I don't freaking know. There's, like, too many villains in this story. Um, Pamela ends up being the main one, but, like, at this point everyone hates her, and you're like, I don't even know where to put her. Yeah, it's really hard to figure out where to put, get a hand on The brother hates her, Pamela hates her, Spencer hates her. Really hard to get a hand on that ball. Um, But so, we cut to lunch. Caitlin doesn't know who to sit with, because she doesn't want to go sit with, like, Ronnie and those girls, because they're mad at her. But also, like... Doesn't want to visit with the twirl girls. The twirl girls, because, like, they they already hate her. But yeah. also, she, I guess she doesn't want to be seen with them. It's confusing. I would I would take my chances with the hockey players. But, like, she just tries to avoid both of them, I guess. And Pamela's like, Caitlin! And, like, she's like, oh, God. And goes over there. And she's like, so, you know what? We totally got off on the wrong foot. I want to invite you to a party tonight. I want to invite you to a party. Like, sorry, I was so jealous. And I immediately said, she should not fall for, for this. this. I said, this party... Is a trap. No, not even that. Just that, like, you know we had a whole exposition in the beginning of this movie about why the Tanya thing. And also, girlfriend, it's not like you were like, mm, I think I'm suspicious that these girls are talking shit about me in the way that, like, in the normal world, you'd be like, oh, I feel like these girls maybe don't like me. You literally heard them call you, like, a poor piece of shit to your face, yeah. not but weeks ago. And that's what she tries to play it off. She's like, I was just kind of jealous and, like, acting out. I'm really sorry. But it's like... You know they're bad people. You yeah. had a whole thing about it. Number one. Number two, it's not like you're hurting for friends. You've never cared about having friends. You up are until happy now. just having friends with the janitor. And stuffed animals. She's like, oh, well, I have private skate lessons at nine with Natasha, but maybe I can swing by for just a bit. I could still maybe see this not by in the beginning. Yes. And so then, okay, Emma, you have to agree with me on this. This scene that follows. This prank is a No, 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 no. There's a thing before that. And I, I, it's blowing my mind because I think it's supposed to be later in the movie. And they cut it in the wrong place. With Hottie? Yeah, we're like... She's... She, yes. So she's practicing in the ice rink by herself. Practicing hockey, not doing fear skating. Like practicing swerving between the cones on the hockey skate. she's skates. really good. And she's good at it. And he walks by and is like, what are you doing here? So they're just like, oh, I'm just, you know, figuring this shit out. And I was like, look, she is working hard. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like, so she's, she's doing both things well. Yeah, she <laughs> seems to care, actually. Like, okay. I thought at this point, really, she hasn't been pushed to. So I guess she just kind of took on the initiative to start doing it. Like, again, kind of more telling, don't showing. And then, like, he skates, uh, laces up and, like, goes out there with her. And is like, if you can get this puck by me, like, I won't, I'll stop making fun of you. And she's like, you'll stop talking to me. And he's like, fine. And she does, like, what I said like a figure skating maneuver to get the puck past him. And he's like, whoa, that was crazy. She's like, no, 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 you're not supposed to talk anymore, which was a sexual thing. That was, it was very sexy it was very se- it, was, it was flirty. It was flirty. She like knocks him on his ass and she's like, shh, no. No, no. You promise. I'm the captain now. I'm the captain. But she's like, you promise. You yeah. won't speak to me ever again. But, uh, this, this, it, but I don't think it's in the wrong spot because they're still like enemies. Like this is her saying like, I literally don't want you to ever speak to me again. It's like if she wins this. Right, but I think it's in the wrong spot of the movie because she's apparently good now and we'll see immediately good but we'll see her sucking more later and now she's like trying but that hasn't also when he comes in she has the weirdest line where he goes what are you doing and she goes reading the great gatsby what does it look like i'm doing i was like what the fuck is that i like i like that line i thought that was funny but it's not like funny because it's not even really it's like it's it's like you could say anything there yeah i mean sure and so like 
the main thing there is, like, I like the idea, like I mentioned this before the break, I like the idea of her having combo skills, like taking stuff from figure skating and employing it in hockey. Because she was kind of, like, dancing around the cone. Yeah, yeah. And I liked that, but, like, they don't show it well. Like, it's just her kind of doing, like, a dun-dun over his stick or something mm-hmm. like that. And I was like, okay, I hope it gets better later. Spoilers, we never see anything even really that cool. Uh, <laughs> I also wanted this scene to go on for forever. <laughs> I wanted this sexy hockey, like, yeah. one-on-one. I wanted it to be, like, li- the Little Italy soccer scene. I don't know what it is with you. Like, for some reason, just in certain movies, you're just like, I need to see these two characters boning down on screen. And I'm just like, I don't, like, I don't see it. I did. I thought their chemistry was really electric. I thought they were cute, I guess. Do they even ever kiss on the lips? No. Because she's definitely like 14. No, she's not 18, no. He looks 20. But so she, we then cut to the party that Pamela invited her to, which was, I was expecting her to show up at like not a party or something. She also really cutely, which like makes sense if she's like a figure skater and like it's Utah, but she really cutely, like the way she's dressed in this movie is very adorable. She always has like little like knit caps on and like braids and beanies. Well, it's also cold. Yeah, I know. That's what I mean. But it's like, but it's styled very well. So yeah. She's just like wearing a hat over her hair. It's like she'll have little braids. That's all ginger. And yeah, I mean, Ginger taught her well. Yeah. But it's, she's always has really cute little scarf beanie combinations. Unlike that disgusting but, beanie Debbie Ryan wore in that one. <laughs> but so did you also pick up, I, for some reason this really messed with me. She shows up at this party and just walks up and goes, party, party. That then, was so bad. And then she, they're like, Caitlin. Also, this can, party's just happening in a hallway. Yeah, I don't know it's what's a, going on. It looks on. like the hallway from Veronica Mars. I'm like, where are they? <laughs> you know, the one hallway in Veronica Mars. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Where like ninety five percent of their scenes take place in Veronica. It's like taking place in the car in the great like what are we talking about? I knew what I meant in my mind and that's all that matters. But she's like, hey, so um, first of all, there's no like grace period. No, and, like she trying to enjoy yourself. Immediately she's like, hey, can you run to the supply closet and get us some more cups? And I thought they're gonna lock her in the closet. Yes. She misses her night practice. Absolutely. Absolutely, they're gonna lock her in. It's so much more than this, that. I, it doesn't have to be so I, much. Emma, you and I are on the same page yet again. Uh like I literally, we'll talk about it one in a second. I'm obsessed with this prank because it makes no sense if you think <laughs> about it. The thing that I love about this prank is it's so elaborate of a prank that after a certain point, I call it, I'm sorry guys, to check your bingo credits, this Harry Potter reference, but it's like a Draco Harry thing where it's like at a certain point <laughs> when you get so obsessed with fucking with someone, like when you put that much care and time into just fucking someone's yeah. life up, it's like... Are you a little obsessed with that? Like, like, oh, like you're now yeah. actually just paying them a compliment because you painted a sign? Well, like, you hate them painted a sign? Don't even get me started on this. But hang on. Like, you've now embarrassed and shown your own ass for how much effort you put oh, in. Oh, like, she is at maximum effort. Bullying should look effortless. You know what I mean? Yeah. It should look like you don't even care about this person. They, they called in, like, the troops to yeah. plan, to do set this up. They hired someone to set this up. I do not believe that they did this. Here's here. So she's like, go get us some cups from the Spygos. And she's like, oh, sure. She leaves going, party, party. And I was like, who talks like, like this? this? What is this? The same girl that will later say that. So, but so my... Oh, God, yeah. But so my immediate <laughs> thought here is I thought, like, yeah, they're clearly going to lock her in this closet. But I was like, did they throw this whole party just to trap her? Yes. Like, I, I imagine so. Yes. They also built a root. What is it called? I want to hear what you think it's called. <laughs> A Rube Goldberg machine. Well, no, Emma, it's a pulley. It's just a pulley system. Well, is that what the term is? Yes, but it's <laughs> not what it is. That's not what it is. But she, we could, we see her. They do it very dramatically, like in slow motion. She like walks in, and we see something wa- like a bowl of something wobbling above her, and she slow motion reaches for one stack of cups. Thank God she selected that one. Because otherwise, their plan would have just fallen apart. Wouldn't have worked. Wouldn't have worked. <laughs> and she pulls on it, and there's just a rope tied to it, and it just goes up to a bucket of paint, and. 
and knocks a bucket of paint over on her. And she's like, oh, oh my gosh. And at first she's like... She's covered in purple paint. She's covered paint. in purple paint. And she's like, oh no, what a horrible accident. Not, she doesn't say that. But like, she doesn't know immediately something's up. But then she goes to run to the door. And we see Pamela and Heather approach the door. They just like take a screwdriver to it. And somehow I get... Maybe they like wedge it in there. I think they wedge it into it locked. Something like that. Heather's like, are you sure we should do this? She's like, are you getting private training from Natasha? No, that we're doing. They lock the door on her. And so she inside goes up to the door and like slams on it. And then a banner unfurls that says, Go home, Sputnik. And I was just a like, Beautiful banner. Great. It took more time to put that banner together than to plan the trap, I think. I, you could have probably had a private lesson with Natasha had you just asked in all of this time that you did to do this trap. But so she is like, Somebody help me banging on the door. And my immediate thought first was, We've seen that she has a cell phone. It's 2005. She would call someone to get her yeah. out of the closet. Number two, Mr. Jablonzi comes and is like, what's going on? She's like, what time is it? 9.45. Ah, and she runs out. Uh, she's late. Um, she arrives at the rink. And who's there but Christy, Christy Yam- Free- Yamaguchi. Do, do you want to try that again? Christy, Christy Yamaguchi. And then she goes up to Natasha and is like, that's Christy Yamaguchi. <laughs> she's like, yes, I invited her here to teach you something, but you were late. Clearly you don't care about figure skating. And I was like, no, Pamela. <laughs> I'm covered in yeah, that, okay. So now let's talk about this. Clearly, a horrible accident. That, that, yeah, because that's well. She looks at her and she says, "Whatever's going on here is between you and your hairdresser." And I was like, "Her hairdresser? She got painted." But here's my. <laughs> she was carried here's by my, the girl standing right there. Yeah. Oh yeah. Also, Pamela swiped, swooped in, and swiped her spot with Natasha and got to practice with Christy Yamaguchi. But here's the thing: why this trap makes no sense. You do one or the other. Yeah. You embarrass her in front of the party, in front of everybody. By dumping paint on her. Everyone laughs at her, which we see a bit of. Spencer runs into her. And, like, people are laughing at her. She's walking to the rink. Or you trap her so she misses. If you pour paint on her... And, and then, then lock her in a closet. No one sees it. Unless, I mean, you're assuming she's going to get out of some There's, like, an extra layer of, like, fuck you. It's like, you're putting too much effort into this prank. Yeah, also, she gets out, and the party's over. So I guess the party was only 45 minutes. Well, it's just a trap. <laughs> just the whole party a trap. was a ruse. But, like, you'd let her walk through the party covered in paint, and everyone laugh at her. Or you'd have her miss the thing. Not both. And then I literally started, like, <laughs> I, I'm up. I don't know. I got angry at my television. I was like, because she's like, clearly you're, you have commitment issues or something like that. You're not, you don't want it so hard. And I was like, no, Natasha, it's because Pamela <laughs> locked her in a closet. And I thought maybe. Guys, Luke looks so pissed. Maybe I would give them the smallest benefit of the doubt. And she'd be like, oh, really? What proof do you have of that? Heather says I was with her all night or something like that. She's got a goddamn banner that says go home Sputnik written on it. And everyone saw her go up to her at this goddamn party. I will party. literally show you the pulley system, Natasha. Yeah, what the hell? Like, here's the thing. I, at a certain point, I was just like, okay, I guess whatever. This she thing, thinks it's a loss. This, be a tattletale. this becomes no not only that but this becomes the springboard for her breakdown of like i can't do yes, it yes i'm not committed enough i didn't want it and i'm like but you were committed you, you were, were just, so committed you, you were, were sabotaging you were doing fine all that happened was pamela locked you in a closet like what are you talking that about was out of your control well to be fair there, after this we see a scene of her she gets a test back she got a d on it and i was like but her, her school performance was never mentioned no. or was never and even it, a and thing. it barely becomes a thing after this and i was like i i don't get what's happening but yeah so natasha's turned on her but 
You don't get Chris Yamaguchi and not let her have a heart-to-heart with your main character. I did not think that Chris Yamaguchi was going to have lines. But oh, she, yeah, well, they wouldn't get Chris Yamaguchi and just say, like, yep, that was Chris I Yamaguchi Chris for one <laughs> shot. Like, what? Chris Yamaguchi is like a Christmas angel who, like, <laughs> comes down to talk to her about the magic of figure skating and the spirit of Christmas. But she is like, I know Natasha's tough, but she's the best. Like, if you want to be, you know, she told me a lot about you. She says you're really good. If you want to be the best, you're right to stick with her. Mm-hmm. And, like, you just got to tough it out. You got to hang in there she summarily doesn't do that because then she calls bob and ginger from the bus she's taking home and they're <laughs> so supportive <laughs> so supportive and bob's on like i forget one of them i, I forget he's on like an antique telephone and the other one's on but they're right next <laughs> they're to each right other next to each other that's what i'm telling you it looks like an snl skit and it's amazing and they're like what's going wrong what's bob going and on? ginger are in a different movie. they're the best i will i they, that's the movie we should be watching but they're like what's going on she's like i couldn't do it run it's like oh no like my precious shining star like, i said bob and ginger are back and better than ever better than ever they said come back to us we'll get that choreography yeah, we'll, get, we'll, yeah, they'll get choreog- we'll get you in like the junior nationals or something like that like something like lower tier and she's just like cries and hangs up the phone she takes the bus home but she can't take off her coffee hockey pads before hitting the greyhound yeah she's her full hockey pads for the oh, next yeah. very long sequence that's true i guess there was there's this, there must be something in between there where like she sucks at a game or something i have I, no idea it doesn't matter oh, oh yeah that so yeah this is what it was is Yamaguchi says to her like you've really got to want it and I was like so now the issue is her not she's always wanting wanted it, it. that was never, oh the problem was she got shanghaied by goddamn <laughs> Pamela like what are you talking about the problem is Pamela problem is Pamela she goes home and starts sitting on the couch crying she's like I failed she's I couldn't not do- a good fake cry she's not I I'm gonna read read my note what did I write she's literally like <laughs> I literally I wrote she that and it's literally there's a tempo to it she's like <laughs> And she just runs around, but she has to do that for so long. So long. It's, they make her run around in hockey It's pads. comical. But she's sitting on the couch crying. The, the parents the, are just rubbing it in. Well, the brother comes in and is like, ha I knew you couldn't do it. Pay me my 20 bucks, Dad. The parent, the dad, Ed was betting on her. Yeah, well, he was betting that she would do it. She was be- He was betting in her corner, which I guess is supportive. I don't know. And then the mom's like, yeah, I knew you'd probably quit, too. Yeah, the mom's the like... Fuck was <laughs> the mom got like honestly both these parents kind of suck like like in a, mom was like yeah I probably need in a su- also subplot that I forgot to mention the mom's also selling all of her daughter's <laughs> things on eBay and is like my my online business so, is really taking off so, and I was like you mean selling your wait, kids shit I have the best so literally this girl is running around her house going ah, ah, crying the dad they're all like we knew you couldn't do it like her whole family is like we knew you would fail so then she go keeps fake crying and goes. Ah, upstairs and try, does, tries to do the dramatic teenage flop on her bed but her bed is just a pile of loose jackets <laughs> and, I, and the mom and she turns around and she goes mom you sold my bed and I was like are you serious and she's like no I just moved into the garage <laughs> but this girl's in boarding school not dead why is she rearranging her room well yeah she's like using her room as like a launching point to start her online business of selling things on eBay it's which not a it's, business it's no but she, and she's like and then she she just running around this house fake crying in hockey pads she sees all of her a box that says ice skating junk yeah. with like her plushies in it and then Caitlin continues the fake cry running but now she runs out of she her house she runs to a park into the freezing cold still in hockey pads <laughs> and sits there with the box and then the mom finds her and then she's going through the box reflecting on her life and her career on the ice being like, oh, I really do want it. And then what does she find? Her mom used tragic to... Tragic backstory! <laughs> I wouldn't say tragic. She had weekend calls. Well, okay. But 
the mom used to figure skate too, and she apparently never, never told, told her, her daughter. She's like, well, I know you knew how. You taught me. I just didn't know you were like. I guess she finds her mom's medal. She guess yeah. her mom suck. This- well, no, no, no. Just that she knew how to skate. Like, like you and I could probably teach a child how to skate relatively, but we couldn't teach them how to like figure skate. Like, and she's like, I didn't know you were like good, good, like professional. We'll say yes, but the mom's like, yeah, I was, but you know. Things happened, an injury, she had like an ankle thing, and then I had you and Bradley, and like... Which, uh, to me, there had to be a massive gap yeah, between I, those two things. I was, like, like, yeah, I broke my ankles, and then like, was it because the weight of the children in her stomach? I was knocked up. Yeah. Almost instantly. Next thing then. I knew, I was pregnant. <laughs> I, all it takes is one fall on the ice, and then you slip and fall right onto someone's penis. I like... <laughs> It's like she was doing a, a sow cow. Is that the one where you jump? And in that moment, the child grew like a, her head, and then that threw her balance off. She just had the I slipped out of my triple axle and fell right onto Ed's penis. <laughs> 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 That's basically what she's the way she makes it. That's sound. how we met. That's how we met. Okay, but also, this is crazy writing, because she's like, why didn't you ever tell me this? I can't get to this with a straight face, because I, the idea of someone writing this in their script for a Disney Channel original movie drives me nuts. And so she's like, why didn't you ever tell me this? And the mom goes, I don't know. Like, I said, why? <laughs> I don't know. Who knows? Lost to time. <laughs> Emma's literally wheezing. She can't get the words out. She goes, I don't know. <laughs> And I'm like, fuck, well, like... <laughs> how, what do, how do we know then? It's a big fuck to the audience. And then the, the screenwriter must have gone, oh shit, that's not satisfying. And she goes, I don't know, I guess I was, you know, maybe a little bit jealous. And I go, jealous? What the fuck? You're her mom. Like, Grow like, up. What is it with this family and having vastly, like, horrible understandings about what you can do at your ages? Why like, is the mom jealous of her 14-year-old daughter? Wouldn't that make her, like, crazy proud? That's fucked her done, up. Like, that's, yeah, that's wild. You know, like, oh, that's a good explanation for why a mom would no, hide no. her entire life from her daughter. And then there's a point where one of them says, again, this is it's like they wrote this scene and they hadn't read any of the rest of the movie. She's like, I'm sorry I was supportive of your figure skating. <laughs> In the beginning scene, she seemed very they supportive. They both seemed very, very supportive. supportive. Every, no one seems not supportive of her figure skating. And, she, and she's like, yeah, it's okay, mom. Like She forgives her for not being supportive. And I was like, when? You're forgiving her for a problem that, you, that no one had? Like, what? I have no fucking idea. She takes from this heart to heart. She's like, you know what? I'm not giving up. I'm not gonna be bitter at my own daughter in the future like you. I'm not giving up. I shouldn't say that. I'm not giving up on my dreams. But- I'm not giving up my dreams. I'm going to try more? I get This is what I'm saying. And like, then she goes back to her house and there's like a going away party with Bob and Ginger. Well, no, for, well yeah. Bob, no, they are like, you're going to do great there, kid. I promise. And then Bob and Ginger just burst through the door and are like, where is our little kitty cat? <laughs> like the Kool-Aid man. And they're like, Papa Pop Dazzle, Papa Dazzle, Caitlin. And I was like... Injected into my veins. I it's love really it. It really is like Will Ferrell uh, cheerleader sketch. Like, that is, like, they're just screaming. Pop and dazzle, Pop baby. and dazzle, baby. And then she's like, oh, guys, fuck you. I'm not going to be coached by you anymore. I'm going back to the school. And they're like, and they're, yes, hell yes. You're better than us, but we love you so, so much. And then the dad uses a pet name for her. Yes, and he's never like, used he before. Said, yeah, he's like, we'll see you later, kitten. And she's like, she it's, it's Caitlin, <laughs> dad. I'm a woman now. And I was like... He never called her kitten. No, I never heard it. But also, like, and also, why can't he use a pet name for you anymore? Well, not even. Yeah, but it's it's like she's grown up now, and I was like, was that a problem? <laughs> that she, I mean, I guess the stuffed animal thing, maybe. I, 
But so here's the best part of the movie: the montage. This is a great, this is a great montage. montage. Yes, great montage. And I think this montage is how they pitched this entire movie. But here's here's my issue with it: it's a great montage. This is what we were talking about earlier with like she's doing the mouth guards and like studying harder and stuff like that. But what I'm saying is like I don't get what has changed here. Like now she's just trying hard like was she half-assing it it didn't seem like it no but what's the most really the greatest sin of this movie to me is there's nothing that's made her care more about hockey she still can just phone it in on the hockey team it doesn't matter no like she's there's nothing like that has instigated her to take hockey more seriously no like you'd think maybe spencer after that seeing her thing would be like you need to apply some of that in the ring already taking it seriously she was taking it perfectly seriously like and here's the thing that drives me nuts about this effing montage is it wait is this the montage of what is this montage of i think it's just her doing this is not the girly montage that's not this 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 is this is her getting really good at hockey i'm telling you i thought that was the same thing no there's another one and this is not it's not her it's like the team getting good here oh you're right i don't have the mouth guard thing to later yeah yeah this is like this isn't like her girly montage. This is actually the team actually starts fucking winning, which is like a huge turning point because they were so bad. And then the, like we see them, you know, working together, scoring goals. Caitlin is like obviously getting better. Uh, this is a little nebulous to me too, but the basic gist of it is she now wants to play hockey mm-hmm. like seriously. Um, and, and the Na- team gets good. Natasha comes in to the coach's office and is like, "You can't play her. She's gonna get hurt." Like, I don't care if... And Spencer overhears. Yes. I don't care if you're getting heat from the coaching staff. You can't play her. It's a... It's... No, no. And then... In the next game... We got to the next game, and she's like, I want to play, coach. Put me in. And he's like, no, you're sitting on the bench. And Spencer wants her to play. Spencer wants her to play, because, like... She's, she's fast. She's fast and all faster than and all little. the other faster than all the other girls. Which again, this is why I was like, okay, we're applying figure skating to hockey. I like this, but they don't do anything with it because, like, well, not even just the coach is like, no, she's benched, whatever. Maybe this is where Mojo gets hurt and they need to put her in. Yeah, I, maybe. But, I, I might I, but the fact, like, I love this is my note here. It's like <laughs> Spencer was like this close to being like, I know you're fucking that Russian woman on the DL, and I am a student, and I will go to the administration. Because yeah, he, he's like, I know what's happening. Yeah, because he says like, I'll mess up with your Russian friend or something yes. like that. He's like. Like, you know, and he's like, and so far, just me. <laughs> he and literally like, threatens Yeah, him. he does. And then he's like... With his job. Right, and he's like, all right, fine, <laughs> Caitlin, get in there. Like, this, we are not giving enough service to the fact that this fuckpot is, like, a central part it's of this story. It is. It's like, it's the whole... It's, 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 <laughs> and Spencer's threatening to expose it if he doesn't play Caitlin. It's 100%. She gets out on the ice. This is where it gets difficult to criticize me for this, because obviously this is more realistic. She doesn't do shit. Well, she gets sticked. No, wait, she... Well, this is what I'm saying. She doesn't do anything to, like, lead the team. I'm expecting her to do some of her cool figure skating no, no, stuff. No, no, She just goes out there, someone trips her, and she almost starts a fight with her, and everyone's like, all right, wait a go. That line was crazy. She goes... She, like, this girl fucking trips her and, like, mm-hmm. sticks... Puts her stick out, which is illegal. Like, trips with her stick, and Caitlin, like, kind of, like, slaps her arm, and the girl turns around and she goes, you want a piece of me? And Caitlin goes, no, honey, I want the whole thing <laughs> And then the girl runs away, and then you get the payback from Ronnie's line or in the first game where Caitlin goes there. What kind of hockey player runs away from a fight? Right. Which also I was kind of annoyed with because like I wanted a real fight. Like I know Disney I won't show a fight. fight. I would have loved a real hockey fight where like the girls come off the bench for her. Like that would have been fucking sick. And mm-hmm. Disney Channel was too cowardly to do it, but it would have been cool. But the girls do like all come to back her up when they think a fight yeah. might start, and they're like, "Way to go, Cat!" Uh, I think this is they start calling her Cat as yeah. like a nickname. Her nickname is Cat. Um, not officially. She doesn't get another jersey or anything. But like she, so this is what I'm saying is like in the war. In the game, she just really endears herself to the team, but she doesn't, like, lead them to victory. No. And then they win, like, a sectional or something, 
Um, and they have a party. Yes. They well they know they just win a game. They win the game. They're like, we're going out and celebrating. And this is where Ronnie says they haven't won a game in three years. <laughs> and I was like, what is this program? They, Fire this they, go, they go to and they go to a they go to a, a club or a party. Ronnie also like loves hip hop and like gives the DJ a CD to play or something like that. They go to a party and where Caitlin that goes, this music <laughs> and Ronnie goes, is hip hop? And Caitlin goes, I was gonna say, is fat was with an, a pH. Was anything fat in the, <laughs> first of all for the right the subtitles did spell with a pH. Yeah, and I, and I was like, mm-hmm. Thank you. At the revelation that people were still using fat in 2005, which I don't actually think they were, um, we then cut to... A second montage. This is where she's teaching them ballet. Yes, but I don't think that's a montage. It fires into the girly montage. Yeah, well, yeah. There's the scene first, though. We're like... This, though, was so confusing to me narratively because at this point, she literally has them lined up on the rank and they're using the the side of the rink as a ballet bar and then she has them doing like plies and bending over to yeah. help with their balance. This is directly from the trailer. I remember this being in the trailer, them doing the ballet and the hockey uniforms. But like I saw this scene and they're like, Caitlin, will this really help? She's like, yes, it'll help your balance like and our flexibility and like how I move so fast, whatever. I like forgot. I was like, oh, they all know she's a figure skater because like why else would she be teaching them ballet? Like, And then at the end when there's the reveal that the, they don't, I was like, oh fuck, they don't know she's a figure skater at this I- point? I genuinely thought, and we're getting we're getting ahead of ourselves. I thought where this was going, not even necessarily this, just in general. I thought she was gonna get outed somehow, like at the end, like with the championship thing, and then they're gonna be like, "Yeah, we know. Like, we don't care. Like, of course." We you know. literally taught us ballet. Yeah, it's not hard to put As together. You put glitter on your and face. All, and yeah, Hollywood told us. Like, and you, like, we all go to the same school. Yeah, it's not like like I was just expecting to be like, "We don't care. Like, you're on the team. Like, yeah. like, like get over." Because this is also this is the scene where we really get the exposition, which is good. I like this. Why they say like you're making us look like twirl girls. And she's like, why do you hate figure skaters so much? And then she's this like, was where they actually articulated well. And they're like, well, we don't hate them necessarily. It's just because, like, everyone, when people think of women on the ice, they just think of figure skaters out there prancing around. And that think, that's all they think we should do. Like, female hockey players don't get any respect. And I was like, that's... That's fair. Yeah, that's totally that's fair. Such a t- that's, especially in, like, 2005, that was such a connotation, like boys, hockey, girls, figure skating. Yeah, and I mean, Which is like, not accurate, but that's how they, like, you're, you thought. Like, I didn't think I could play hockey growing up. Oh, for sure. I didn't know there was a girls hockey team. Like, I... I, I don't think there was in I, rural, the, rural, yeah, rural Illinois. There wasn't. You know what I mean? So it's like, yeah. I get that's like a kind of a good explanation. Right. And, all, and I mean, like, obviously, it's not great that they're just like lumping like lumping them together women should be supporting women not trying to tear each other down but like i'm like from a movie standpoint and especially from a movie in 2005 i was like i get this but then they're kind of but what they're explaining there is and then they they feel like they can't you know wear glitter do ballet things because it's like they have to prove that they're like athletes you know because like that's that's like the and like i think that's what she helps them overcome is like femininity is a lot of different things and you can be an athlete and you can still wear glitter which she proves if you want you know it's all about what you want and it's not weird to you know do ballet sure and, be a hockey and it can be helpful and yeah um although i say that but here's my thing again they do the ballet we do not ever get confirmation that it helped or did no anything. we don't see them learn from using no anywhere. and like and i think this is actually the montage where they're winning a bunch because there's a scene where they're like this is an all-new team like an all new oh by the way they're the eagles we didn't even mention yeah. that. like it's an all-new eagles like they're kicking butt they're taking names it's going great this and was when they have the cute thing with the mandarin thing where she's like it's she gets hurt and she yeah she's like there. hit it takes hard and he and Spencer looks at her shirt. He lifts up her shirt, and I'm like, Ooh. I thought she was gonna be like bleeding under so it or I something. I was, was like, What is happening? Lucas, I thought she cracked her wrist. <laughs> I was like, Did she actually get hurt? Finally, is that plot thread gonna matter? No. And he's like, Your shirt, and she goes, It's Mandarin. It's my power color. And I cracked up at that. That was truly a funny no. joke. Um, it's a colorology, which she has brought up multiple times. I need to talk about the scene after this montage. 
montage where like they are all getting along and being good where she's at figure skating right. with Shelby. Yeah, the diabetes scene. This movie, you guys, it, it was, has eight doping fake outs. It does, it does, yeah. That is so crazy. I, I, that, That's that how happened. I know this was written for an That order. happened and I was like... Kids don't know what that is. I, you so, literally, guys... Didn't we, did, didn't we have this in the 13th year too? Where it's like, how are you so good at swimming? Like dope or, or like steroids? And I was like, what? Freaking, are you kidding me? I didn't know what steroids were when I was this probably, like, no, little... Probably not. Like, I, I so, think they, they, like they tell you in high school. Yeah, like, obviously. I think when you learn like six like or health. health. Yeah. 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 I, when I was a kid? No. I did not know what steroids were. And so basically you should figure skating practice and Shelby, whatever, that older figure skater, and by older, old, I mean she's, two years, she's two years older than her, probably. Is just, like, getting her ass handed to her. She keeps falling, and Natasha's like, get up. Get up. You're, if you want it, like, this is your last shot, you old horse, before we send you off to the glue factory. <laughs> And, like, Shelby's like, I can't do it. Like, as she's, like, has a break. And she goes to the bathroom. And our sweet Caitlin follows her into the bathroom. And Shelby has locked herself in a stall. And, and Kate, a needle just falls. A syringe, syringe. With a massive fucking needle attached to it. Falls out. And I went, oh, my fucking God. And then you they double down on it. And Caitlin goes, listen, I know it's tough. But, like, yeah. drugs aren't the answer. No, she says specifically steroids. steroids are- <laughs> like, I know it's hard to keep up with South Shades, but steroids aren't the answer. You know how many kids then ask their parents what steroids are after this? And then Shelby just opens the stall. And honestly, I think it's kind of funny because Shelby was like, go away. I don't want to talk to you. Just leave me alone. And then she opens the stall door and she's just like, I have diabetes. I'm diabetic. <laughs> like, calm down. Not taking steroids. But also, that is not what diabetes needles look like in 2005, 2004. How, I don't know what diabetes needles look like in 2020, Ooh. Emma. You don't know what people what people inject themselves with insulin. No, I know the thing you used to take, take your blood sugar. Okay, basically, all you need to know is no. No child, no seventeen-year-old child, is two thousand five going into a bathroom like turning, <laughs> oh, I get what you taking mean. a full needle. Like, that is not happening. I get what you mean. That's literally. I was like, is she doing heroin? Like that is not how that works. So that is insane. It was insane, but I mean, it was insane. But once you get past the steroid thing, it's honestly a very human scene, and I really like. It's honestly it might be one of the best ones in the movie where she's just talking to Shelby, being like, "They go and get frozen yogurt because uh, it's sugar free." Um, and this is where I saw the campus, and I was like, "This looks like Brigham Young University." And they're just like, they're, she's kind of Shelby's kind of events to her, and is like, "The Olympics are coming up. If they don't make the team, like it's gonna." I'm, it's I'm, it for me. It's it for me. Off to the glue factory. Because well, I'm okay. Let me. <laughs> How old are women traditionally on the Olympic figure skating team? Very young. Oh, they are around this age? Yes, they are yes. like pre-college? The best people are like 16 years old. Re- you yes. go to the Olympics at 16? Yes. Wow, I didn't know that. That's, you, you, like... I figured you had to be well, at least well, 18. Well, Terry Lipinski was like unusually young when she I figured you gold. had to be at least 18 to compete in the Olympics. No. No? No, 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 no. I think it's like 16 is the cutoff. Wow, that's wild. I mean, I will say like Terry Lipinski one gold and she was 15. So Tara Lipinski was like the youngest to like... Which is around her age. So she's like 15. Um, So I would say like, yeah, I, but there so the team's probably like 16 year olds, 17 year olds, 18 year olds, like I, it's a lot of teenagers. I, okay. I, I, being in your, you're not gonna find like a 27 year old figure skater yeah, I that's that. like at the top of their game. Like I, they, yeah. I just didn't know we were recruiting for the team out of high schools. I was oh, like, yeah, I was like, thinking like, college at least. I would say high school and college. But so, they have this really nice scene together where she's just like you know what you shouldn't beat yourself up about this like if there's one thing i've learned is that there's more life to figure skating there's having friends and like having a life and all that stuff and i was like that's nice Mm -hmm. like it's a good scene so this is where the insane math comes back into play 
where we see her like in geometry or math class taking with the she hockey field. She has the breakthrough her brother already had mm-hmm. that geom- hockey is just geometry. And again, telling not showing. We see a scene of her like on front of them telling the team like if you stand here and puck at this angle and all that stuff, but we never see them be like we got to use her they, play no, like no. like the flying V or whatever like you know. But also, she's not like the strategist for the team. She's just a player. We also never find out what like position she plays. Mm-hmm. Their positions like left wing yeah, and stuff yeah. like that. We never find out what that is about. But she's like in class she's just like Bradley was right. Brr. Now we get to the HSM scheduling issue. Cuz they win the final thing and they're like we're going to the championships. It's December 19th or whatever. She's like December 19th the pulls up the schedule Natasha gave her and it's like national figure skating championships that same day. Which is qualifying for the fucking Olympics. I did not realize. She's yeah. already oh. an Olympic qualifier. You and me both. I thought this I was, was like, fuck. I was like, if you make this, you'll get the attention of the Olympic team and like maybe can try no, out for this something. The if you win, you get to the Olympics that year. Hollywood, she's telling this to Hollywood and Hollywood just looks at her and goes, you should, you can't play the hockey game. You need to go to the Literally everyone is like, don't play the hockey game. And everyone says, don't do it. Spencer is like, don't play the hockey game. And I'm like, I concur. You spent your whole life doing this in the Olympics. You can play hockey next year. And you're also not that good at hockey. Olympics only come around four years. And that's what I'm saying, Emma. We haven't seen her be good at hockey yet. I get that she has friends on team. She has one of their friends down. She's not the key to victory on this team. That's what I mean. She And and she's really good at figure skating. She's amazing at figure skating. You should probably just miss the hockey game. But it would have been so much more compelling if they needed her body at that hockey game for them to compete. You know what I mean? Something. So she like calls her mom and she's like, freaking I don't know. I'm a terrible mother. And she's like, your, your, your call, it, It's your call. And then she buys one of her mom's old skating dresses off of her mom's eBay website. Was that what it was? Yes. I was so confused <laughs> by that. She's because her mom's selling everything they own. Everything's yeah. not nailed down in that house. Because I guess mom, they, they must actually really be poor. Your <laughs> mom is so... What does Ed do? <laughs> like Sit on his ass, yeah. apparently. But she's selling all their stuff and she sees one of her mom's figure skating outfits on eBay because the mom is selling I, I know, it. I, not eBay. Oh, what What's they, that website? What do they call it? AtticAuctions.com. <laughs> crazy. Which I, well, that's the thing is I couldn't get if that was the mom selling it because the mom it was is the then, mom. Because then the mom is like surprised, but like. That she bought it back. She right. didn't know who she bought it, sold it. Right, to. but it went to the school where her daughter goes. Like, I get that she, she says care of Mr. Jablonski. Luke, she sends it to the janitor. I get it. It's even creepier that your daughter's janitor is ordering yeah, a small dress. Yeah, think about it. <laughs> um, That's where you gotta be asking two he's, questions. He's <laughs> sniffing that thing, let's be real. <laughs> um, but so... That is an eight, that is the SVU plot line. Like, the janitor ordered 13 small girls' dresses to this closet. He sniffs them every night. Oh, wow. Okay. But so, <laughs> she orders that. The mom has the heart to heart with the, br- the brother. Br- the brother. That should have been my scholarship. And I'm like, scholarship to you're, where? <laughs> you're eight years old. This would have been so much more believable had they just aged him up to be, like, close to her age. Yeah. Fine. She goes to the hockey game. Spoiler alert. Yeah, she goes back. There's, I think she talks like, there's never, she just talks to a bunch of people about what she can do. And they do. all say go to the figure they skating. They all say go to the figure skating thing and she's like, I want to be, I can't play, with, I gotta play for the Eagles. They help me fly. And I'm like, what are you talking about? I was I was like, I think it's dumb. She's abandoned her entire life as a figure skater and so does Spencer. He's literally telling her not to go. But so, yeah, we cut to the National Figure Skating Championships. The parents are there. They do not know which one she's going to. And they gamble. They all, they all just assume they're going, she's going to this one. But more importantly. Bob and Ginger. Bob and Ginger are there. And they matching wear? sweatshirts. Matching sweatshirts that say our star and have a picture of Caitlin on it. And I was Screen just. Printed. And I was just like, yes, please, God, That's yes. the best money this movie spent it's was the, getting those sweatshirts. And then we also cut to the hockey game and like, she's not there either. So like, we as the like, audience. Where is this picture? Yeah, we as the audience are like, what's going on? But then, yeah, she just rolls up into like the team booth uh bench 
And Spencer's like, why are you here? Why would you come here? And she's like, the Eagles are my team. I got to fly with them. I can't miss it. And I was like... I couldn't live with myself if I missed it. She literally says, like, I couldn't live with myself. I'm like, everyone could live with you. That's the advice the manga is just like, whatever makes you a better woman. Which, what the hell does that mean to your 14-year-old kid? Similar to saying that you were jealous of them. And also, if she wasn't... Here's my thing... If she wasn't gonna compete, why'd she buy the dress? I that's a great Why'd she buy the dress? She wasn't planning on wearing the dress. She only ends up in that dress because that's what Spencer drug out of her room for her to wear. Oh yeah, because Pamela apparently broke into the janitor's closet, knew she kept herself there, and like destroyed destroyed it all, which is psychotic (laughs) behavior, Pamela. Pamela? Has problems. She has problems. Pamela problems. I needed two spin-off movies. One all about Bob and Junior, two a movie called The Pamela, The Problem with Pamela. But so We need to talk about Kevin. We need to, we need to talk about Pamela. But we also really need to talk about Bob and Ginger. They deserve all of our attention. But so, Also, guys, she goes to the fucking game. I'm, look, I'm sick of this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She goes to the fucking game. There's not game. much to talk about because she doesn't do anything cool. She, she, she doesn't, takes, like... She takes the last shot and hops over someone's stick and then shoots the puck and it goes wide. Yeah. And they she also lose. gets bodied but during, while she does that. I was expecting that to be her moment. Finally, like, she was going to do a triple sow cow in, her ho- in the hockey game or something like that. No, she just gets bodied and misses and, and I was like oh then they lose the game yeah and again this is what i'm saying like that's more realistic than like dramatic but it also is massively unsatisfying it was so unsatisfying but i did love that like the girls all came up and were like we'll get them next year like, yeah, yeah but that was very realistic to, like she's now made friends and that is more important than like they are friends with her even if they lose here's where here's where i thought like i mentioned i thought they were gonna be like i uh we already know you're a figure skater yeah i thought she was gonna make the shot because it was just the shot to tie mm-hmm. it wasn't to win they were gonna go over time and she was gonna dip out on overtime yeah because they she was she was gonna stay but the team was gonna be like go figure skate yeah we can win this with, oh, with, what, with what you've taught, the, taught that's us a better so, movie. As, like something like that and spencer would drive her to the thing something like that like and she'd be like you guys do it's like we've always known but we we that's it doesn't matter movie. like that kind of that's what i was saying but, but instead she they lose they lose fully full stop and then he like spencer like first of all <laughs> wait, wait, really wait, no sorry i just got in with this what would it be amazing if they lost and then at the end it's revealed they actually won because the other team failed their steroid they were test doping. <laughs> they were <doping>. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but no, Spencer, and really quickly, something about me, my oh love God. language is acts of service. <laughs> I don't really like to be told that you love me. I don't like you to tell me that I'm great. I just want you to physically do things for me. And one of those things is like drive me places. So the fact that he like gets her shit together well, she also and, can't dri- drive. and then drives her to this competition, I thought was so romantic. I was like, he is a prince. And he, li- but he basically chucks her shoes. Like, does she ever like actively decide she's going to this competition? It just feels like Spencer's like, get in the car, well, bitch. I'm not okay, letting you throw yeah, your future so, away. So hang on, let's address this. She the- never goes like, I'm gonna go. Yeah, yeah, let's address this. Her, She left her phone on the bench somehow. Don't know why she oh. would have that. Oh, the brother, the brother. That's what happened. She left her phone on the bench. I guess the brother... she has no agency in this. No, but but it's important to establish the plot. The brother, like, calls her from a payphone to try and, like, figure out where she is, like, which one she chose. And Spencer picks up the phone because she left her phone sitting there. And he's like, no, no, she's going to play. She's good, whatever. Well, don't be serious, Spencer, go. They're gonna... They delayed the program, and then he's like, not yet, but they're going to. Just get her here as soon as you can. And he's like, okay... Keep in mind, hockey games, not like a quick thing. It's a long thing. But what we see well, he did. What we do have is a little brother's robot. The little brother apparently brought his like 50 pound robot here. And he just, <laughs> he rolls it out onto the ice. And, and then they chase it like rodeo clubs. Yeah, they chase it because like they are slipping around because apparently no one who works at this event actually wears hockey skates. Like they're all slipping around and it's too fast. They can't catch it. So he's using it to delay the axe before her to buy her more time. He must have been doing this for two hours at least. Two hours. <laughs> uninterrupted. uninterrupted. 
dropped it. I, it's wild. Eventually, they bring a Zamboni out, and the Zamboni crushes it. And that was a cool which, shot. And which, they did the whole thing just for that one shot, I feel like, of a Zamboni crushing it. I guarantee you, that's why. Also, apparently, I think the production people really just wanted to build a robot for some reason. I don't freaking know or care. But, <laughs> that felt to me like a 2005. You know what kids love? Robots. Robot Wars? Robots. That's what I was saying at the beginning. I was like, Robot Wars was really popular for a time. I watched Robot Wars. <laughs> In but so movie. she gets shoved off the ice and Spencer's like they delayed the program you can still make the thing we gotta go right now she's like oh my god yes and but, I thought this was so romantic but, 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 but Emma's also, also kind of right she does never say she's just like I mean I guess I might as well go and he's try and make driving. it he's driving but she he drops hands her, her hands her bag drops her, everything falls out and drops skates and Ronnie just goes you're a twirl girl and she just runs away no, and I was like they don't know that they, at this point and also, stupid. but also just like no no like, you don't have time to handle that I guess and then there's a reason but she runs off and we see them in the car they're like talking she's like i can't believe blah blah blah, blah all this stuff and then she also realized, like there is something inherently romantic that he like knew what to grab he got all the right stuff yeah no, he that's must what, have grabbed makeup and that's what they and talk I about was, and i was she and, also and a dress she, yeah she that's what they talk about is she had to uh what a fucking king. he went he went and got all her stuff from her janitor's closet and stuff like that and he's like, We're not I, worthy. I can only get the one you bought online for your mom. Glad you guys are the same. How does he know that much about her dresses? No, well, he doesn't say. They're fucking he in the closet. Say, he doesn't say that it's her mom's. He just says, this is the only one I could find. Is it fine? She's like, yeah, it'll be perfect. And also. Pamela ate the rest of <laughs> Pamela <laughs> tried to absorb my power into her. Um, and she also kisses him on the cheek for doing that. Oh, I wanted more. And, uh, but also, I'm pretty sure she had to change in that car. And <laughs> this show is, it, it is telling and not showing something else which is that these two people are having sex with each other. They're At least they're very comfortable but so around she's each other. Dri- they're driving in the thing and she's like, oh no, I must have for dropped, not picked up my other skate. How you're that big of an idiot, I don't know. And I thought maybe she just meant the blade part. Like, I didn't know if they were detachable or something. I don't know how they skates. Are. But no, she just forgot the whole ass skate, yeah. the boot and all. And I was like, we saw the two I, things I'm also need. pretty sure we saw you pick them up but whatever and then we cut to the ring and she's talking to Natasha and she just goes I'll have to perform my hockey skates and she's like you cannot do it I will get she skates she says something like I'll steal skates from another girl and which she, you actually can't do and that's a big plot oh, in um, Ice Princess oh, so that's really? also a plot in Ice Princess is it illegal it's, no it's not illegal but like your skates are formed to like your feet if you like, okay. had a competitive like it would not work and it would also be like a dick move to like steal but, skates, but here's like, the thing I got real hyped I was like that's a great idea. That's a great way. I have been dying this whole time for a little bit. For Did a little you think bit. She was going to do the hockey stops and stuff like in a routine. Yeah, I thought she was going to incorporate hockey into figure. And I was like, I've been expecting figure skating to incorporate into hockey. But what if hockey? We're going to do the reverse. And I was like, that's such a neat idea. Genuinely, audience, this is the funniest <laughs> thing ever I've seen in doing this show. And I don't mean like. It's genuine. My notes are so. It's black. not like not genuinely even a joke, but she's like, "I'll do it in my hockey skates. I can do it. I know what they can do." She says that. <laughs> she goes out onto the ice. They're like Caitlin Kingsford. She goes onto the ice. She immediately eats wipes shit. out. She <laughs> eats shit. She and I it she was yard sales. It was I started. And then she gets up. Oh, and it was like it was like my brain was laughing, but my mouth couldn't make any sounds. Like my not even my mouth could make sounds. Like 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 not like I was wheezing. My brain was like laughing. Like this is so so funny, but my mouth was just like stunned. I was just like that felt like something they would do in a parody of a sports yes. movie, where it's like I can do a coach. And, and they already lost the hockey game, so you expect this to be 
the win. It's yeah. Like, it's like, why would they do that? And also, what was the point of that speech for her to maybe yard sale at the end? But she immediately fucking. I couldn't. And I it. guess the. And then she gets up and dusts herself off. She, and well, like, she does it. She just goes, no, no toe pick. No toe pick. And then she goes, you win some, you lose some. And yeah. I guess the point is that she doesn't care about hockey now. Well, but she never. Well, no, she doesn't care. She never really cared about ice skating. But she's like, you know. Who doesn't care about ice yeah, but she as never, much now. As much. But she never really did. But so she's like, well, boned it. Whatever. And then the whole hockey team shows up. And with her one skate, it was like, Caitlin, like, I guess we're you too late. You just can't stop your routine. Oh, 100%. My guess. So they're like, we don't care that you're a tour girl. You're on our team. We love you. You're our friend. No big deal. She's like, oh, guys, that's so sweet. But you know what? Like, the music is also still playing. Like, her routine yeah. is supposed to be going on. And Natasha runs forward and she's like, don't worry. They will let you restart. Yeah. I, I have no experience with judges in competitions like this. I do not think they are forgiving in any way, no, shape, or form. No, that's, I mean, it's, and I'm not like, forget, like, there's just rules. There's just, yeah, no, there's no, but I'm saying, like, I think the closest thing, there maybe was an argument made that she, there was an equipment failure or something like mm-hmm. that, like, she had the wrong skates. Natasha said she's gonna go to bat for her. I assume that when you're in the competition that lets you into the Olympics, they're like, no restarts, bitch, get, like, you're done. Yeah. She goes up there and is like, uh, sometimes you must throw bread at the dog, which there's, like, a running joke that she keeps doing these weird metaphors, but they make yes. sense when you hear them. That is the one that makes no, no sense. sense. I don't get if that's funny. She goes up, comes back five seconds later and is like, no, can't be helped. You're done. And then like the guy comes over and is like, we are announcing the winners in a moment. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? They're like, oh, that sucks. And Caitlin's kind of like, yeah, you know, what are you going to do? Nobody's really plus. Like no one's pressed about it actually. No, but then all the team just starts going, let her skate. I just start crying. Here. Oh my God. <laughs> And the whole, like, crowd picks it up and starts going, Letter Skate Bradley picks it up. And then, like, the judges, again, this is what I'm saying, the judges, especially in sports movies like this, are the most cold, unfeeling people in the world. They just go, like, you see them, like, looking at each other, like, huh, huh? And then one of the women just goes, all right, all right, all right. And I was like, no, 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 no. And, like, after you do the whole realistic thing of them actually losing and, like, being like, that's okay, I was like, now it's a free for all. At the National Olympic Qualifier. I was like, of all the things that matter, this is the more serious one. Yeah, absolutely. 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 But so, also, oh my god, we almost forgot. Natasha goes to talk to the judges, and Pamela is off to the side, and she goes, oh, not on my watch. And then Ronnie looks to Mojo and goes, Mojo! And then Mojo pulls out a bag of, like, marbles or dice Which, or something. Like, like, what? Mystical tidbits? I don't know. And just pours them all out, and then Pamela, like, slips on and, them, and then sits down, and she's like, why me? And then gets up and leaves in the opposite direction. I was like, why did that stop you, Pamela? You fell doesn't. down for one second. What is happening? End of Pamela, by the way. Literally the most out of left field and thing. And she is then defeated. That is yeah. how they defeated but her. But she gets to go skate. Uh, she does her own performance. Emma being the figure skating guru here. Would you like to give a review of her final performance? I was bored by the whole thing. <laughs> I was absolutely bored. Um, Didn't really care. It's exactly what you said in that, like, I also, like, they don't show her putting on the figure Oh, yeah. Skates. Okay. So I was like, is she still going back oh, yeah, the figure skates? I forgot. And they just cut, and she they has cut. figure skates Which, on. by the way, it takes a long time to put figure skates on. Yeah, you just lace those bad boys up. They're like, because they say, ladies and gentlemen, Miss Caitlin Kingsford, and then they just cut, and she has them on, and I was like, they, they would take her five, ten minutes tops. But I was like, it's exactly what you said, though. I was expecting her routine to have, like, hockey influences in like a cool Which way. Which would so symbolic. With like the drills or anything like that. And it's just like a boring, long, long program. And it's, that's it. And then guess what, guys? She makes the Olympic team. They, they announced the team right then and there. I, almost immediately. And it's two she's people. Not, she's it's, not off the ice either. It's, it's two people we do not care about. And then her. <laughs> and then she's literally immediately on the Olympic team. And that's the movie. Do you remember the line at the end of this movie? No. It made me furious. What was it? Because I guess this was the lesson. And from then on, like, 
I forget, I, I do forget exactly what it was, but it's like, I wasn't just a lone figure skater. I was part of a family. Yes, And yes. I was like, They've was never, that the thing we you were supposed to? You also have a family. Yeah, you have an actual family. Was this, was, was teamwork the thing? I, I think it was teamwork, but she never referred to them as a family. Why wouldn't she say part of a team? Family is a weird choice in that script. Weird choices are abound in this movie, Emma. But that is the movie. She's on the Olympics. Woo. This movie took a lot out of me, if I'm being quite honest. <laughs> I can tell. I, Luke's red in the face Because it's just like, I, there's so many easy choices to make this a coherent, easy narrative. And they just did Did you say the tagline? Oh, the tagline. Um, well, it li- ties into the whole thing we talked about. about Which I think is a it, bad representation of this movie. Well, yeah, and it's a dumb, girly joke like we were talking about. She shoots. She scores. She accessorizes. <laughs> like, that's not... she. That's not her personality. That's nothing. Really. That's nothing. That's nothing. I, I feel like they wanted it to be, like, kick some ice or something like that. that they do say kick some ice. And they that do say funny. kick some ice, but I guess they were like, you can't have an ass joke. I enjoyed this movie more than I thought I would. I agree. It's incredibly frustrating that it can't decide what it wants to be at certain points. And, like, again, the ending is so wild. But I enjoyed watching it. It was not a slog for me. Yeah. I enjoyed the actors. I enjoyed... It's it. not bad. I I thought it was a cute premise. I enjoyed my time with it, but agree, it's incredibly frustrating. It's very frustrating. And I guess Emma got more out of it too, more than me, because she's figure skating, maybe. I, I like know. figure skating. And, and I like movies about girl friendships, which is the So do I when they're movie. done well. <laughs> part of this movie is that. And it's like, I know, I, I know it wasn't done well, but since I give it like points for trying. Yeah, I agree. It's I, like, I, I, I'm just so over always it's like girl alone in the world and then like meets a boy that's cute and it's like that's not like she does meet a boy that's cute but this is more about the hurt. You clearly cried. cared a lot about the boy that well, she meets that's cute. that was also great. I didn't I, I don't think this was bad as much shit as I've given this movie. We definitely watched way worse. I did not like the brother. That shit no, was that fucking was, annoying. That was unforgivable. It's a movie that tries and while it doesn't always succeed it just was frustrating because it could have it could have been so easily It was better. close. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what, what would you rate it? Oh, wait, do we have a, do we have give taglines? I'm kicks of ice. I don't care. I don't care. Try, yeah, no, that's my tagline. Try harder, both to the movie and to apparently the lesson of how to be good at figure skating and hockey. Just try harder. My tagline is sell your body for a school scholarship. Sex equals scholarship. I sell your body on the open market. It will all work out in the I, end. I genuinely, you're right. We haven't hit enough on the head how bonkers that is. And, and like, I, I, you know, you can say, they just said they would wanted to go out on a date. We all know. I want we my tagline know. to be, I'm not doping. I'm diabetic. <laughs> um. But sorry, what are you rating? I want to give it a 5.5. Uh, I'm going to give it a 4.5. That was my where I was landing, which I think is very figure skating of us, by the yes. way, to do the point five. It was a half. It was a half. It wasn't a full six. I think because of the brother. If they sliced out that brother plot line for me, I would have given it a six. And, and poor Hooner. Uh, that is the funniest <laughs> thing I've ever heard. Uh, oh my god, it gets funnier every time you say it. Do you want to know what we're watching next month? Yes. You're going to be happy. Yay. Because I feel like the past two have been such middling experiences, like with this and Wizards of Waverly Place. And you know what? 2020 has been a difficult year for all of us. 2021, we're going to start off on the right foot. Oh, do you know what we're going to do? What? We're going to jump in with my man, Corbin Blue. And we're going to jump right into a hopefully a better year. Corbin Blue's going to shepherd us there. I do apologize for doing two sports moves back to back. I guess I don't consider jump roping a sport. So. Uh, well, I think people would disagree. It's also kind of a boxing movie, kind of. Oh my bit. god, I forgot it's a boxing It's actually kind of this movie where he, yes. he loves... It's every detail. It's every detail. <laughs> they have two boys singing basketball, who, wait, who, cooking baseball. Oh my god. Who is, getting it's Corbin Blue. Who's the female lead? Isn't it someone also awesome? I have no idea. Is it, is it the girl? Is it, is it Kiki Palmer? 
I feel like it's Kiki Palmer. Who's got Keela in the B? It is Kiki Palmer. You're yeah, right. it's Kiki Palmer. You're right, you're right. She's also amazing. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I love... But she's young, right? She's young. She's young. This is Keela in the B, that's what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, yeah, I... When you say Kiki Palmer, I picture her, like, right now. No, and I'm no. like, I'm like, she's actually... I have to remember that this was a long yeah, time ago. Yeah, this is young Disney star, Kiki Palmer. I love Jump In, guys. I love Corbin Blue, and the clearly Disney Channel knew Corb, they had Corbin Blue, and they are like, we gotta do something I remember with this nothing about Oh, this I love... I've watched it so many times. I love it. After having some kind of mixed past episode, I want to do something I just knew I would like, especially start the new year off right. So join us for that. Emma, where can people find you on the internet? At Emma Stone Tyler on Twitter and Instagram. You can find me on Twitter at wildfire underscore king. You can find my Patreon at patreon.com slash Lucas Tyler. Thank you to everybody who supported me there. Also importantly, you can find us on Twitter at Comedy Podcast. You can give us a follow there, become a loyal comrade. I will say, guys, we were very close to 600 followers on Twitter. If we do, we might have to send a little bonus episode your way. So maybe pump those numbers up. Speaking of pumping numbers up, why don't you give us a little rate and review on the old iTunes there? Uh, Google Play Music, wherever you can. Really helps yeah. us out. Give us applause It'd so be a, I can to live. Oh, I just remembered this is a December episode. It'd be a great Christmas gift. Uh, it'd be a to lovely, me. It would be a lovely little present to help us out. Um, you should also check out Audio Entropy, all the wonderful shows on there. Um, I'm sure you'll find one you like. I think that'll do it for us. I'm very excited for this year to be over. <laughs> Absolutely thrilled. Thanks yes. for slogging through it with us. Yeah, thank you. I hope these episodes have given you some glimmer of happiness, because they've been fun for us to do. But for now, uh, we are going to be signing off until January, so join us then. DCOMs forever. Bye-bye. A scholarship? Oh, I can't believe it. Welcome to Buxton Academy. You start hockey training in a week. Hockey? Don't you mean figure skating? No, this school doesn't offer a scholarship for figure skating. No high school or college in the country does. How unfair is that, America? But I can't play hockey. I'm only getting a C- in geometry. What does dear have to do hockey? You'd have to ask my brother, although I don't recommend it. Plus, those uniforms are hideous. I can't do it. Caitlin, listen to me. Everyone knows you cannot pull fish out of pond without labor. Do you want to train with me? Yes. Do you want to be the best? Yes. Do you want your face on cereal bar? More than anything. Then there is no alternative. You will play hockey. Here is your schedule. When will I find time to train? In the blocks I marked in red. Now. Go get your fish.